another week, another talking dirty. <laughs> this week we got for you over the NBA. The Rockets are starting to blast off, and we got the power rankings. No, sir. Then the NFL. It's pretty much just AB. It's just Antonio Brown. This podcast was built on AB. <laughs> he is the foundation of this podcast. Um, but also, you know, the Week 17 recap, some injuries, uh, playoff picture, full breakdown of all the crazy scenarios for Week 18, first Week 18 ever. And then uh, we have the segments coming back, obviously, and the Week 18 pickups. Then we take it over for some pop culture with the second episode of the Book of Boba Fett recap and, of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Um, Koozie is $7 a piece. Uh, DM us if you're interested at Derry J Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Cold beer. Go follow our TikTok. Warm hands. Uh, we are starting to post on that. Families. And buy a Koozie. All right. $7. So let's, that being said, let's get into it. Great, we have our uh, Derek J on air sign, yeah. uh, courtesy of my cousin. Yeah, this thing's sweet. So, so apparently, the, uh, this is one of my girl cousins. Yeah. Me and her are pretty close. She had me last year for our Secret Santa. This year, she did not get me for Secret Santa. Her sister did. And she said, hey, what should I get Ryan? And she said, oh, I saw this thing. Get this for a podcast. I like, described that perfectly. Yeah. And like, my cousin just gave her my name and said, you just take me. <laughs> like you just came up with the best idea ever. Yeah. So I had a, so she had to back to back years That's because funny. she had the best idea. Um last year she got me M&Ms with her faces on them. <laughs> Great. I loved it. Uh but besides that, it's snowing outside. Uh yeah, it's kind of shitty because yeah. my car's awful in the snow. Yeah, you know, they'll be alright. Yeah, I'm about to get snow tires this year. Yeah, do you have, do you have all wheel drive or just two? <sighs> Yeah, I got that too. I have a small ass car mm-hmm. that's just two wheel drive, and so the second snowfall with my car is just like done. <laughs> I just can't. It yeah. sucks. I I love the car for everything but that. Everything else that my car I love. It just it cannot handle snow. Yeah. And living in Pittsburgh, it's not a good car to have living in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it gets problematic at times. Yeah. But, so, but whatever. How about you? How you doing? Um, doing all right. Doing all right. So I was actually we we're gonna start working from home. Again, yeah. So it was gonna we we're gonna like alternate weeks. So I was like, so like I had to undersell it whenever they're like, do you want to work from home? Because like we're alternating people for each week. And I was like, I mean, I guess I could, but I was like, fuck, let's, <laughs> let's fucking go. So I was all amped up. I got like a bunch of stuff for breakfast and lunch to like just have at home for the week. And then the other person that I was alternating with at the office ended up being sick and having to get a COVID test. So I was like, and she's negative now, but it was like. Fucking moment. It was like yeah. some bullshit. So, how many days have you worked from home? Just one. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. I was all like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But uh, yeah, it's, all, it's nice. all good though. It's all good. We got a uh, big week coming up here. Um, so let's just get into it. First up, we got the NCAA football. So the college football playoffs have commenced, and they were complete shit shows. It was not entertaining <laughs> by any means. Not by any means. Georgia kicked the shit out of uh, 
Michigan. Michigan, and then Alabama kicked the shit out of Cincinnati. Just well, Cincinnati-Bama, that was guaranteed. Expected, yeah. Guaranteed. No yeah. matter who they played, it was guaranteed that Cincinnati was going to get their ass whooped. It was more of a, like, hey, let's just get Cincinnati in. Yeah. Because yeah. they deserved it after a couple of good years. They'll probably never make the playoffs again. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, however, Michigan-Georgia, obviously Georgia's been the best team all year. Mm-hmm. But you would have thought Michigan would put up a better fight than they did. Yeah, well, a little bit better. But now and now Harbaugh's bad. already like considering coming back to the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I texted you on New Year's Eve. He's a KDR guy. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I never knew that either. Yeah, I think Nietzsche told me. That's cool. Yeah. That's um, so what is it next week? Monday. It's usually Monday. It's right? usually Mondays. Yeah. yeah so uh, I'm assuming it's Monday next week. Uh, the I 10th. think so. So we have Georgia versus Alabama, the rematch. Yeah. Who you got? Georgia because Alabama won the last one. So wait, is the bill? It's the Bill Belichick and Nick Saban thing they swap every year. I think that thing's run its course though. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, ran its course. Been- well, so the Georgia's been the best team all year. Um, Alabama came out and played very well in the SEC championship. I still think Georgia's a better team, mm-hmm. uh, and I, that also might just be me saying that because I'd rather Georgia win. Yeah, I would too. Because I feel like. Georgia's always team up towards the top, but they never win. They never yeah. win. I have a friend who's a big Georgia fan, too, so I'll pull for him. Yeah, no, go dogs. Yeah, go dogs. Go dogs. But uh, anything else for college football? Uh, no. All right, we'll take it over to the NBA, then. Uh, later, he gets rebound. Passes the man, shoots it, and boom, goes down. I'm like, I honestly don't think people know that that's me doing <laughs> So injuries, obviously COVID stuff. I'm, once again, not going to list all the COVID stuff. Besides that, there's only two injuries uh, one's minor to a big star, and one's a decent injury to like a minor star. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler came back from his tailbone, and he rolled his ankle leaving the game the other night. He, it's a day to day thing. That's not bad. It's like it, 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 the fact when I read the headline, he left the game. I was like, "Are you serious? Yeah, like, is that a serious <laughs> one?" And right after the game, I said, "Oh, it's not bad. He can he's gonna wrap it and either play. Maybe he'll miss one game, but he'll be back." That's um, not bad. Yeah, so that's so that that's something you have to watch. And then the other one's Dante DiVincenzo on the Bucks. He okay. missed the entire beginning of the season, just came back, and now he's week to week with uh, sprained ankle. Jeez. So, but that's tough. yeah, he just came back from the beginning of like he missed the beginning of the season. He just came back, and now he's out again. Which he's very good off the bench. He's very good mm-hmm. off the bench. So that's, it's a big blow to the Bucks, but he'll be fine. Um, but that's all I got for injuries. There wasn't. It's not been an injured week. That's good. Mainly That's because good. a lot of guys were coming back from COVID. Yeah. So it really wasn't like that many people. Um, let's head over to the headlines. One person who did make their debut and return last night, Wednesday night, was Kyrie Irving versus the Pacers. Um, I don't know if he started or not. I know beforehand that they are debating on making him play off the bench and so to bring him in. But regardless, he scored 22 points, three rebounds, and four assists, and then that's one. So I'm sure you might talk about this, but I feel like the bigger comeback in this game – Lance Stevenson. I did not. I did not have this. Thirty points. Yeah, he killed it. He killed it. <laughs> wild, dude. It's wild, but he's not going to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll like that. That, that was like a, that's a flash like, in the pan. Yeah, that's like a swan like, song hey, for the guy. Yeah, it's like Lance Stevenson's back. Hey. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I did see that. I just didn't note it because I don't care about Lance. I was like, that's kind of wild, though. It I was, is. I was cool it is. With it. I'm a big like, anti Lance guy. Yeah, I hate Lance, Lance. Miami. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, that that, that Pacers. Pacers yeah, I wasn't like the Pacers because of that. That Pacers team was wild, though. I mean, Roy Hibbert, when he was good. George Hill. George Hill, obviously Paul, Paul George, George, obviously Lance Stevenson. 
And did uh, they had somebody else. They had someone else. I'm trying to think. They had Probably a power forward. Right. They had a power forward. I mean, they had Dan Granger in their in his prime, but it wasn't uh, him. Yeah. It wasn't him. There's was one more big guy that was like solid. Thaddeus Young, maybe when he's in his prime. Maybe I forget. We'll look at that in the, at the break. I'm gonna look that team up because I'm really really curious. Um, but all right, next, uh, Josh Giddy. This is the thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Your boy Josh Giddy, he became the youngest player to have a triple double. Yeah. Uh, He's been killing it. It was that Monday night, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, he had uh, yeah, boards, assists, and points. Yeah, I'm trying to. So that's why I was pulling up. I'm trying to get the stats on it. Yeah, he. Uh, I know it's like 13 points or something. Okay, here it is 17 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists, four steals. And I believe they won against Dallas. They actually lost 86 to 95. Oh shit! Well, anyway, yeah, Josh uh, Josh Giddy became the youngest player to get triple double by like I'm trying to look at like sixty days. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Who would he beat? Luka. Trivia. No. Really? Trivia. It's a trivia. It's about, this is my sneaky way of putting trivia in there. Say, so, Luca. I'll give it. Luca was his fourth youngest. There's two other guys between Giddy and Luca, but if you look at this list. It literally goes Josh Giddy blank blank Luca 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 Luca. Lonzo, Luca, Luca, LeBron, Luca, Lonzo, LeBron. It's weird, but the top two behind. So it's all LeBron. It? Okay. Um, if I said their name, it's they're not these two guys. Oh, you didn't say their name. Okay. Yeah, no. So it's not Luca. It's not Lonzo. It's not LeBron. It's not Luca. It's not Luca. It's not Luca. Is it? I can tell. I can, do. Me tell Kobe? you. Now, do you want me to tell you what happened? Yeah. January 9th, 2021. So last oh, season. Shit. Um, Some might say he was even rookie of the year. Tyler Hero? <laughs> Who, who's drafted last Who year? Who was rookie of the year last year? I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Um, Who was rookie of the year last year? Can he tap in? Huh? You can tap, or you still want me to tell you, or you still thinking? I did. I'm tapping. Lamelo Ball. Oh. Lamelo Ball was the youngest before Giddy. Oh, I thought you said Lamelo on your Lonzo. Oh, fucking ball. Yeah, they're the brothers. God damn it. Yeah, Lamelo. So uh, Lamelo was the youngest. Though Josh Giddy. Then before Lamelo, the record was held weirdly by Markel Fultz. <laughs> the man did nothing in his career but he had this triple double I would have loved to gotten in the argument with the Sixers fan and just been like Marcus Fult- Markel Fultz isn't that bad I mean he's the fastest player to yeah, double literally before January last year <laughs> you could say that Markel Fultz was the youngest player to get a triple double beating LeBron beating Luka beating all these players you know, he's great why don't you guys get rid of him yeah the full list goes Giddy 1 Melo 2, Markel 3, then Luca, 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 Lonzo, Luca, LeBron, Luca, Lonzo, LeBron, Luca, Dennis, Luca, Lamar I'm like, Odom. I'm liking Giddy, though. I, I do like Giddy. Yeah, I followed him on TikTok. He's a, he's a TikTok guy, too. Yeah, no, Giddy's pretty, he's really good, too, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think he's going to be very solid. Yeah, he got a double-double the next game, I think. Yeah, well. yeah, he's he's been absolutely killing no, it. Do you have him on fantasy? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought so. Yeah, he's one of my late drafts. Yeah. Late draft swings. Yeah, no, yeah, I think he's really good. I think he's going to be very good for years to come. I think him and SGA are going to be sweet. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good duo, a good tandem. They got yeah, going and Lou Dort to be like they're like Marcus Smart type. Yeah, dude, yeah. Be like really good. Like, like Thunder could be on the cusp of something. And they have so many draft picks, mm-hmm. so many draft picks that they can either use to, to flip to guy. get a big guy, yeah. get best star, or just keep it rolling and just keep drafting these like first rounders mm-hmm. that are like going to turn out to be good. 
Um, all right, next. Uh, we talked about it last year, last week. Uh, it wasn't official though, but the Lakers did trade Rondo to Cleveland. Yeah, it was in the midst of happening mm-hmm. whenever we were recording, so we didn't mention it exactly. It wasn't but it happened. in writing yet. Yeah. Um, this is a historic. This is a history stat, but don't worry, it's not. There's no follow up. <laughs> no follow up because there's no one else who did this. Demar Derozan is the first player to hit back to back buzzer beaters for the win. Really, back to back days and. Fun fact, they were yeah. in two different years. Because on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, they played back-to-back, and both games were decided by a buzzer beater by DeMar DeRozan. Wow. First guy to ever have been back-to-back days, back-to-back games, buzzer beaters. And it's also fun, just a funny anecdote that it was New Year's Eve, so it was 2021 was the first one, mm-hmm. and 2022 was the second one. That is funny, yeah. It's a weird little thing yeah, that happened. But DeMar. he's been on a roll. Yeah, yeah. DeMar he's been, been on a roll. He's been absolutely killing it, which... A little teaser. It might affect where the Bulls stand in the power rankings. Ooh, they I, might. They might be. They might be up from the last few weeks. A little sneak peek. Yeah, even though everyone, if people <laughs> actually care, they already saw my power rankings out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Next, we have the uh, Suns. So these ten day contracts begin around. All these guys been either getting signed or not or whatever. Um, the one guy who did turn a ten day contract into a full time gig. Uh, center Bismack Biombo for the Suns. Mm-hmm. He played two games on his ten. He got tied to a ten day contract. Played two games, and in those two games, he had like thirty. He averaged like thirteen and a half points. And like I want to say, is that Darius Rucker and Tracy Morgan? Yes, that's yes, a wild. Exactly what that is. I what I, <laughs> I don't Tracy Morgan, but whenever it panned over to I, Darius I didn't Rucker, know Darius Rucker, and then you said, I was like, that's that's Hootie, Hootie, yeah, Hootie. Yeah, um. But anyway, he's like 13 and a half assists and a couple of rebounds and so 13 and a half points. Anyways, he did get signed to the Suns for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's a good add. It's a good add. Nice addition to the depth chart for uh, some assistance to Aiden. Absolutely. On the opposite spectrum, side of the spectrum, the Celtics decided to not re-sign Joe Johnson. So Joe Johnson is no longer on the yeah, again. and Isaiah Thomas has got cut too. Yeah, and he got cut. I didn't put that because I didn't know if that was last week or not. Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, so I didn't mention it, but yeah. Um, also, the Bucks. I don't know if it officially happened yet. But the Bucks plan on releasing Bookie Cousins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's what a fall from grace that was. Yeah, he was he was the most dominant center in the league, and then like just two, like he just decided to leave Sacramento, got hurt, then sucked. It, he is the Dwight Howard effect. Hall of Fame? No. Yeah. No way. It's not for a big guy in this league. Yeah, and like the only person who had that type of storyline. That could make Hall of Famer is Dwight Howard. Yeah, exactly. Dwight Howard will be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Maybe not first ballot, but he will be a Hall of Famer. And he most of his career sucked, but he's just so so good whenever he was good. And then like his hey, when he sucked, he wasn't as bad as you can be bad. But he kind of just always got pissed off at certain situations too. Yeah, would get ejected a lot. One of one of the only blogs of mine that actually like got a lot of views and shit like that when mm-hmm. I used to write for the blog was I compared to each. Uh, NBA player to a Marvel character. <laughs> and uh, Boogie was the Hulk. That's when he was good still. Yeah. And he always get lashed out and get angry and just do something yeah, stupid. Yeah, when, when, when he Boogie smashes, then he's up. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he was the Hulk. I'm trying to think who else. That was when Isaiah Thomas was relevant. He was Ant-Man. <laughs> Kobe was... Uh, it was like, who was last year? He just retired. I think I had him as uh, the Pun... Not the Punisher. Maybe the Punisher. Alright. Because he, he's fucking an assassin. Yeah. Anyway, next we have... Um, Mark Cuban the other day, uh, maybe last night, uh, the Mavs game, he unveiled a model of the statue of Dirk they're putting out of the arena. Yeah, and it's just anal beads, right? 
Yeah, it was him <laughs> doing a step back. It's him doing a step back, but there's three basketballs like shooting motion, but it just looked like anal beats. Yes. Who greenlit that? Yeah, why why do you have to have the other two balls there? Just have one ball coming out of his hand. Yeah, yeah, just that's doing what a step back. Yeah, it is bad. I saw that and I was like, I wanted to comment anal beads question mark, and then I like saw wanted to see the other comments and literally everybody's saying the same thing. I was yeah. like, Yeah, I'll just no, absolutely. But speaking of Dirk, uh, a reporter asked about uh, about him about potentially becoming a coach one day, and he said he does never he never wants to coach because he doesn't have the patience and because quote guys are on their phones half the time. Okay, boomer. Yeah, that is a boomer. That's a very boomer yeah. statement. But he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, if, if he doesn't have the patience for it, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But guys are always on their phones. All right, boomer. But yeah, the Dirk legend. I'm glad he's a statue, but that's weird. They chose anal beads. <laughs> uh, next, I got a lot of headlines this week. Anthony, I'm not yeah, saying it wrong. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Simmons. Uh, Simmons dropped his career high points, 43 on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. After the game, he revealed that his grandpa died the night before, so he dedicated the whole game to him. Um, and I only have this headline because I just love when that shit happens. Yeah, Trey Young also put up 56 in that game too. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. His grandpa didn't die. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So that's why. That's why he didn't won. Win, Yeah. yeah. Next, the Jazz. This was a deep three that I took off because it wasn't that exciting, and I only had it because I couldn't find a third deep three. Then I found a third deep three today, so now it's this. So if it's a little lengthy of a headline, I'm sorry. Jazz head coach uh, Quinn Snyder says that Draymond Green should should be considered for the MVP race. Quote, maybe the numbers don't match up to some of the numbers that other guys are putting up, but he just does it his way. Um, Green is averaging 8.3 points, 7.7 assists, and 7.9 rebounds. Uh, okay, so he's obviously going to become the defensive player of the year because, like, that's what Snyder was, like, hinting at. Like, he does his own way. Like, he's the most defensive – like, he's the best defensive player in the league so far this season. Yeah, he's the best. But he's like, not an MVP. Yeah. He's not an MVP. No, not at all. And I think it's just ridiculous. With, the, with like, the upper echelon of the talent in the NBA right now, it's like, yeah, he's not, he's an, not MVP. an MVP. He's not an MVP. His teammate Steph is MVP right now. Yeah, he's a great third banana guy, but he, he's not anybody special. No, not at all. Um – Next, the Warriors believe that Clay will be back on Sunday versus Cavs. Ooh, that's an interesting matchup, but yeah. Yeah. They'll probably smoke them. The, the, definitely smoke them. Yeah. Like, I think the, the Warriors without Clay would smoke them, but Clay's return? Do you think the Warriors are a walk for the title? Title for the West, yes, not title. Next, not, no, title. not even t- West, because the Suns in them, seven game series, West Conference Finals, Suns Warriors. Had, they've been winning that series, though, and they haven't had Clay. But it's been. No, they haven't. But the Suns have a winner too. I think they, I think it's three one right now. Is it three one Suns? I thought it was no, no, no. Th- no, I think it is. But I'm saying that they're not not dominating. Maybe two one. Yeah. I think I can't remember. They two, played three it's or definitely four. two one. Yeah, they've had three. Yeah. So the, so the Warriors won two of the three. Which seven game series is seven games for a reason. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's without Clay. It's without Clay, but you're not. Both Clay's not as good. Yeah, I guess that's one of those conditional. And how many of the Suns games they didn't have with Aiton? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, that's yeah. a good rebuttal. Yeah, no, I just want to see. I just want to see the whole. I just want to see both teams completely healthy matchup. That would be a seven game series Western Conference that would be the most electric series. Yeah, I think next this year's playoffs. I think has to be the best series. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird year for the West. I feel because I. It, I feel like the drop off after those two teams. The Jazz. Of- no, the Jazz is right up there with them. The Jazz are only oh, okay, two games yeah. back. They're only like three games back from both of them, or two games back from both of them. 
And then who's the four? The, then then the, it drops the, off to like the Grizzlies. The Mavericks, Grizzlies. The, okay. the Grizzlies, yeah. Okay. Then after that, it's like nobody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like Lakers the next best team is like the Nuggets, out. and the yeah. Nuggets are right around five hundred. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll look at the standings <laughs> real quick. We're tangenting a lot. No, I mean, I, yeah, it's good tangenting. Guy so yeah, it's serious. Warriors are twenty nine and eight. Suns twenty nine eight. Uh, Jazz twenty eight and ten. So they're right behind them, a game and a half back. Okay. The Grizzlies are twenty five and fourteen. Then it drops to the Mavericks twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, eighteen eighteen, nineteen nineteen. Okay, gotcha. And so it's, it's nobody. Um, but all right, next we have, uh, the last headline, last big headline, um, fan voting for the all-star game numbers have been updated. Like it's not, these are not the final, but this is the first time they said here, the numbers from the fan voting. Yeah. Aren't they, isn't the all-star game like mid February? Usually something? is. Yeah. Okay. It's usually mid February. Um, but here just, just, I have them all the numbers pulled up right now. Okay. As of right now, the top two votes are for Katie and Steph. Yeah. Um, Steph. Obviously, the top Western guard. Katie, obviously, the best big guy, or whatever. In the Interesting East. story too. Um, but I'm trying. I'm looking at some of the like the weird ones in there. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson's the fourth for voting in the Western guards because <laughs> it's fan. Yeah. Um, we got Andrew Wiggins is the fourth for the front court in the West. Oh bullshit! Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Warriors uh, bandwagoners are just going nuts now. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bandwagoners, speaking of fans, whatever. Uh, Derek Rose is on the Eastern Conference guards. He hasn't played in like three or four weeks. I feel like that's further than Knicks fan. Right, I feel everyone. like that's, that's just everyone. an NBA. They've been thing. doing. They've been doing Derek Rose. It's they've been doing this to Derek Rose for the last like few years. It's kind of a meme, but not like trying to to shed any ill will towards Derek Rose. It's Absolutely. more of a respect meme type thing. Absolutely. Like who's the one guy, the red hair, Brian Scalabrine? Uh, Scalabrine. Yeah, Scalabrine. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like it's like that. You know. Yeah. But, okay, looking through your Knicks, that's the only Nick you have. Yeah. Joyce Randall's not on the fan voting for some reason. He's, I mean, the Knicks aren't doing too hot. I mean, if they pick it back up, then yeah, maybe uh, he'll get up there again. But Then heat-wise, we got uh, Tyler Harris on the guards list. Yeah. Jimmy Butler and Bam are on the front court list. Okay, that's cool. LeBron's leading the Western Conference front court, followed by the uh, Assaulter. You're never gonna let it go until until he apologizes. He did. No, he didn't. All right. No, he didn't. All right. He got suspended for a bad move. No, he didn't. Next, next we have players of the week from the West. We have Jaw Morant. The Grizzlies went three and zero. Jaw had three thirty-four point seven points, six point seven rebounds, four point seven assists. Um, and then from the East, we have Demar Derozan. Yeah. Bulls went four and zero. He had 27.8 points, 7.3 assists, 5.3 rounds, and obviously we had the back-to-back game winners. Yeah, dude. I'm liking my players this year, man. They're all killing it. I like it. Yeah, nice. Mar, Giddy. Go well. Hero. Hero, yeah. I have RJ. I have picked up RJ Barrett off the waivers. Yeah, how's he been doing? Solid. Yeah. Very solid. I figured. I I figured not as good as last year, though. He doesn't do bad at all. Uh, All right, tangent. Let's look. Game three. Yeah, well, I'm on a tangent. I'm looking up R.J. Barrett right now on my fantasy. See how he's doing. I right, had it up. All right, uh, R.J. Barrett. So far, he has zero points tonight. Wait, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The tip offs are happening right now for those. Who say, um, the last few games, he had 42, 21, 29, 24, 18. Then he hasn't played for a while. Oh yeah, I guess he's been on a nice streak. He's been hot. All right, next we have the deep three. Um, we have 
two Kevin Porter Juniors. Okay. I will pick the order. Okay. Because I'm gonna do those two last, but the, the one, one is the one that's very fucked up and kind of funny. Let's do that one first. No, I'll do that one last. Okay, let's. I want to end on that one. KPJ. Well, that is a KPJ one. Oh, that is the KPJ that's the second one? KPJ one. Oh, that's fucked up and funny. Yeah. Oh, okay, then let's do the last. Whatever. Okay, I'm gonna do my order. Pick the order. It was announced that right before the Russell Westbrook trade, uh, this off this past offseason, the Lakers and the Kings were basically a done deal for Buddy Heald to LA. Um, obviously it didn't happen because they had the opportunity to get rust, yeah. but Buddy said it wouldn't have mattered if he got traded or not. Quote, it's basketball. If it's, if it happened it happened, if it didn't, it didn't, but it's basketball and you have to live with it. It's the business side of it. And at the end of the day, I still have a job. I can go to all 30 teams in the league. As long as I have a job, I'm happy. Uh, that sounds exactly what I would expect from somebody who's on a shit team and could have gone to the LA Lakers with LeBron James. <laughs> now where the question where the discussion part comes in. Mm-hmm. Is I think Buddy would have been a better move than Russ because right now Buddy is ranked number two in the league behind Steph for most three points made this season, the best shooting rating. Okay. Um, and like Russ is doing well, but he you had to give up way more for Russ than you would have had to for Buddy Hield. True. But Russ is making more money than Buddy Hield. Mm-hmm. So if the Lakers would have gone with the Buddy Hield route, he would have been a really good complimentary piece for LeBron and them. Not a third star, but he's like a good. Piece and you could have kept yeah. a lot of those role players, like uh, KCP, Kuzma. Those guys you had to ship off Harold. Like you could have probably, probably kept one or two of those guys. Yeah, it's just not and, really a part of this formula, LeBron's formula. Yeah, but he also has all his cap space. If you wanted to get another guy, no, I feel you. Like I think it's been way better. I agree, it would have been a better move. But yeah. I feel like LeBron's formula that he has for himself, he wouldn't do it. Yeah, he's all that's about getting three big guys and then a bunch of guys that he's friends with that. Either have a name or like are just like new and up and coming. Yeah, but I'm I'm just trying to compare it to like the other LeBron teams. Like you obviously had the D Way Bosch him, then you had a bunch of role players like Ray Allen. He got older, mm-hmm. knocked down three. Mario yeah. Chalmers is like probably the guy that I'm thinking that Buddy Hill could have been. Yeah, really good guy, complimentary piece. But you need the third. Then the crazy white guy, crazy white guy Mike, Mike Miller or Mike, yeah or Birdman mm-hmm. Mike Miller. The, then once you ban Dova. Yeah. Yeah, he just needs one. And then Caruso. And then yeah. he just needs a new one this year. What was that? There's that one kid who hit the buzzer beat. Yeah, there's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something. Yeah. I forget his name. He's, a, he's not an actual good guy. Anyway. No, All right, Kate, uh, Kevin Ward Jr. time. Uh, this one is a conjoined Kevin Ward Jr. Christian Wood story. Uh, on Saturday night uh, during their game against Philly. Wait, no. Who was it? <clears throat> on Saturday night. Uh, 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 I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. On Saturday night, the Rockets game wasn't slow. Okay, there we go. It was against the Nuggets. So on Saturday versus the Nuggets, at halftime of the game, Kevin Porter Jr. just left, got in his car and left. Um, apparently, him <laughs> he got in a heat exchange with one of the assistant coaches, and at halftime, he literally just left the arena and went home. Um, AB. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, also that same night, Christian Wood got into it with another member of the coaching staff and he was benched the entire first half for may, I think not getting tested in time for COVID. Oh, okay. Um, and then he got into it in the staff member during halftime and during the second half, they were going to start him and put him in and he just refused to. 
He sat on the bench, <laughs> didn't come up his warm-ups, and so no, Christian Wood just didn't play. <laughs> like, he was mad he, had, he couldn't play the first half, so when they tried to put him in the second half, he said, no, fuck off. Yeah. So both those players basically gave up on the Rockets during Saturday night's game, um, and they both got suspended one game from the team against the Nuggets. Um, but basically my question, my discussion point for this is these are two young guys that are trying to like have like a cornerstone to rebuild, and they just don't want to – and they just don't like the Rockets. So if you're the Rockets, what do you do here? Do you just try to make it work with these guys who might not want to be here? Or – do you just like, all right, quick, let's just trade them and just restart the rebuild already again? Yeah, you restart the rebuild again. So you think they, um, they should move? The only, the only thing is, KPJ has kind of had this, uh, I don't want to say stigma, but like he's had this history well, yeah, the Cavs to his behavior. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I fully blame the Rockets on KPJ, but Christian Wood is definitely a guy that hasn't had all this type of behavior before. And I feel like he's, he's yeah he he's, he's been, still got the great talent like you can I easily think, move him for to a contender for some and he's reasons. a little older not like he's not not completely older he's mm-hmm. like older compared to like the other people on the team like he this is yeah. his second contract compared to his first yeah like yeah. he signed here as a free agent people kind of forget that um Knicks nah yeah, <laughs> he hasn't him but regardless yeah so I, that's what I was thinking too I think the Rockets because you have I mean it's kind of tough though because. When you do that, then the other young guys are like, well, what the fuck? Now we went out, too, and you just have to restart everything. Because you still got that green that they drafted this year. You still got... John Wall. Oh, yeah, which is another Wall <laughs> thing. Yeah, he needs to get out, too. Yeah, I just thought, I just thought it was funny because Kevin Ford Jr. just got his card and left. But the but the Rockets are so down bad that they, just, they suspended for a game. That's it. <laughs> and we can't afford... <laughs> the loss of ticket sales if we don't have you here, exactly, so. which that transitions to our last deep three. Yeah, Kevin. So Kevin Porter left the game Saturday, halfway through the game, suspended Monday, and his first game back after suspension was Wednesday against the Wizards. Yeah, um, so he he hit the game winner three yeah. against the Wizards. Okay, and the Wizards announcer Glenn Consor. Had to make an apology because after he made that shot, Kevin, Michael, Kevin Porter Jr. made that shot. He said, "You got to give him credit. Kevin Porter Jr. like his dad pulled the trigger at the right time." Uh, this guy from the Wizards thought Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad was Washington Bullets old player Kevin Porter. Yeah, it's not. Kevin Porter's dad is dead. He committed suicide. No, he oh. he died of a gunshot wound. He got in a, a uh, gunfight. Okay. But he also was incarcerated in the '90s because he was uh, for first degree manslaughter for killing a fourteen, shooting a fourteen year old girl. So, oh, so this guy oh, that's, that's literally said, point. just like his dad pulls the trigger at the right time. Oh. His dad is a guy who murdered a fourteen year old and died of a gunshot wound. Oh no! And oh, because he thought he was this guy. So that gets into my my thought process here. These these announcers, they do their research on these guys. How the fuck do you not know that that's not the God, dude, he's a Wizards announcer. It's it's his old team. It's like saying this guy named Bradshaw was Terry Bradshaw's son when it wasn't if you're a Steelers announcer. It's like, you should know that that's his, not his son. So, I don't know. I, mean, I don't really have a question for it. Yeah. It's I, just either like he was just really bad at his job and it made it, he fucked up with it, or he secretly knew and just tried to sneak in a little joke and he's got Is this guy up. older or is he younger? I think he's older. Maybe he's just like, you know, set in his way. But you should know like, that. Yeah. If, if it's like a guy on your team. these announcers are kind of fucks too. So. Yeah. I feel like he just might be 
kind of a dickhead. Let's look at it. This is what the guy looks like. He looks. Like oh a yeah, he's a dickhead, dude. Yeah, he looks like he looks like fucking uh, Mayor Cuomo. He does. He looks like a Cuomo brother. Yeah, <laughs> which is DC. Could be. <laughs> um, no, but that that was there's like I said, there's not really discussion points with that one because yeah, it's just bad take, man. It was just bad because yeah. I I looked into after I saw that it's like his dead father. I've looked into his dad's history, and he, was 1993, got arrested for first-degree manslaughter in a shooting of a 14-year-old girl. And then he died in 2003. All right. All right. Power rankings. Then we'll get out of here. Uh, number one, Warriors. Number two, Suns. 1A, 1B. I, this is going to be every week, probably. Yeah. For, for it just, it just whoever's on top of the West will get the number one spot, and right now the Warriors are ahead of the Suns, so they get the number one spot. Mm-hmm. There you go. Reference from earlier, the Bulls are number three. So the Bulls previously were around like the five, six mark for the last few weeks consistently. Yeah. I think I, t- I put them above the Jazz and I put them above the Nets. Uh, I think the Bulls right now with DeMar playing. Yeah, their big three is thriving right now. They've Absolutely. got some role players stepping up that's working out big time for them. Absolutely. So. Right now the Bulls are Crazy. actually good. Yeah, they could be, they could be like flirting with a uh, championship run. Yeah, I think there's three teams, the four teams in the East that I could see actually win the East. Yeah. And, like, I I don't know who has the edge. Like, obviously, there's the Nets. Obviously, there's the Bulls. Obviously, I think the Heat, because when everyone's healthy, it's fine. And then the Bucks. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. with the Bucks. Yeah, the Heat and the Bucks are kind of, like, the second tier of it because it's, like, everyone has to be healthy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if the Bucks are fully healthy and the Heat are fully healthy, they are, like, contenders. But if, if they're all banged up, I, the Bulls and Nets will beat either team in a seven-game series. Yeah, you're probably right. But, all right, let's acknowledge ahead. Number four of the Jazz, like I've been saying, they only get a game and a half back from the other two. Like, they're just, they're sneaky, quietly being good. Yeah. yeah. Like, how last year they, like, weirdly are number one in the West, and, like, everyone's like, that's weird. Like, they're not flashing around or whatever. It's yeah, like, good for them for the same. Spires is good. Like too. Yeah. The first year, I was like, I don't know if this is a fluke or not. But then they've kept, they've kept it up. Oh, yeah, my, I love the Jazz. Number five, and that's... Um, they got Kyrie back. Obviously, it's a big help only on the roads. But and it's nothing against the Nets. It's just the Bulls pass them in the standings. And the other three Western Conference teams are better than them. So that's why they're lower. Um, number six, the Bucks. They're still just being the Bucks. Well, the Grizzlies, number seven, the same thing. This, there's Basically, the rest of the list. All right. You got uh, Bucks, Grizzlies, Heat, Sixers, and Cavs. Okay. They're all yeah. being consistently the same the last few weeks. Yeah. So me me talking about them would be me repeating myself, and I'm not going to do that. So that's it for NBA. All right. Danny Green had a wide show up game the other day. Zero, 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 <laughs> 22 minutes or something. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said that. I said that the Mac is a. Uh, do, uh, do you know who? Um, fuck, he used to play for Ohio State. Mike, T- not Mike Tyson. Uh, what's his name? Tyson something. He is a podcast. Yeah. He's very funny. He's an Ohio State guy. He oh, uh, I can't remember. I'll I'll think of it afterwards. But he mastered the trillion. It's called. Mm-hmm. Can for one minute have zero everything else, so your statue looks like a trillion. <laughs> <laughs> it's every time someone does that, like has puts up zero 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 zero. I always text Matt. Um, Mark Tyson. No, Mark Titus. Mark Titus. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Um, it was just funny because like the caption said like, uh. What a what a bad night for Danny Green! And I was like, what a bad like past five years for Danny Green. <laughs> Danny Green never the Raptors were the last relevant season. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't even the best player on that team. Yeah, exactly. 
Like he, his peak was when he's on the Spurs mm-hmm. in 2014. Yeah, 2013 seasons. Mm-hmm. Then downhill ever since. Yeah. All right, let's take it over to NFL. Let's take it into the NFL. First up, the Week 17 recap. Uh, so the there were no Thursday games, so we'll just take it right over to Sunday. Uh, we had the Bears versus the Giants. And the Bears put on a show. David Montgomery. I don't pay attention. You didn't pay attention to that game? No. What, the, what was the date on Sunday? Uh, the second. What was it? I feel like I didn't watch any football. Probably just, yeah. Still oh, I was, at a, I, was at, I was at a Pens game. Oh, uh, yeah. They thrashed. It was like 8-5. Yeah, but it was it sucked because it was 5 to nothing, mm-hmm. then 5-1, to one, then 6-1. to one. That was the first period. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. And then come third period, it was 6-5 to five at one point. They came <laughs> all the way back. Yeah. There's two hat tricks for us. We had two hat tricks on, from the Pens. Um, but yeah, so I mean, nothing. I mean, both these teams, they were eliminated for playoffs, so it didn't really matter. Uh, we both had the uh, Bears, and we both got that point. Yeah. Next up, the Patriots pooped on the Jaguars, fifty to ten. Uh, we both had the Pats, both got that point. Yeah, that was rape. Yeah, that was assault. It was very, <laughs> very rapey. It, it was so bad that Bill Belichick was smiling on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> that's like scary. What happened? That's scary. That's I, the scariest part. Like he, like he. Loved watching him cry or something. Like, he's like a sick fuck for what. Like, yes, give me your tears. <laughs> another one. Another one. Another one. And then uh, the next up, the Rams versus the Ravens. Uh, this was a little bit back and forth. The Ravens were almost going to come back and win it, but the Rams held on to win twenty to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Rams, I had the Ravens, so you got that point. I also live bet that mm-hmm. like, from the Pens game. Yeah, so that's one of the few games I was actually keeping up with. They were down. What like, it was like? Yeah, they were losing that game pretty. But it was like nine points or something like that in like the third quarter. It was like yeah. it was more than one score. Yeah, and it was Rams ball and they're down two scores. I went on the uh, app and they were plus two hundred mm-hmm. live bet money line. Yeah, so I put like twenty bucks on it, won like forty or fifty out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. I won a lot of money this past weekend betting. I don't know if I want to bet this weekend because of it. Then next up, the Buccaneers versus the Jets. We'll get to the big news of the game later. But the Bucks ended up coming back to win after being down bad and early in the game. Uh, they won twenty eight to twenty four. So we both obviously have the Bucks. We both got that point. Yep. Um, next up, the Falcons versus the Bills. Pretty standard game here. The Bills just won twenty nine to fifteen. We both have the Bills. Both got that point. Yep. <laughs> then the Bengals beat the Chiefs in probably the best game of the week. Um, in a big surprise. It was a weird goal line stance. I don't know if you're watching the game. I did. I did this, this one. I didn't even like care about Matt. Yeah, because I, I was really upset with the outcome. Yeah, it was very weird because like the Bengals were like they're driving down the field at the end of the game. Um, there's still a lot of time left on the clock, and it was looking like they were gonna they were gonna score, mm-hmm. but then they didn't score. So they were just like gonna kind of run to try to get it into the end zone. But it was like all you need is a field goal kick right now. So it was like, and then it was fourth down. They were going to go. And for they it. went for it. Yeah, yeah, they went for it. And then there was a penalty. So then they just kicked the field goal and won. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about that going for it was like, what? Why yeah, it's like, like McPherson's been on fire all season. Yeah, and it was like, automatic. And, and it was like, plus you're going to have fucking Patrick Mahomes with like uh, under a minute left with like a timeout or two. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it was a surprising game. But the, with that, the Bills won the AFC North. The the Bungles. or the Bungles, I mean. Yeah. The, the Bungles. Then next up, the Titans versus Dolphins. Uh, the Titans have put on a very good show these last couple of weeks. They won thirty-four to three here. Uh, the, t- the Dolphins just couldn't do much. So. Yeah. Uh, we both had the Titans, so we both got that. Or no, I had the Dolphins. I was measuring up one of that. I'm just gonna swept you this week. Yeah, you did. No, like full sweep. It sucked. Um, but yeah, nothing more from that game really. Mm-hmm. Then the Raiders versus the Colts. Uh, the Raiders ended up winning in a close one, 23 to 20. Uh, which really put a whole pickle in the playoff scenario for everybody. <laughs> this is one of the games that. This is a game that made it like fuck for us. Yeah, yeah. Like, if the Colts won this game like we're supposed to, yeah. it'd be so much easier for us to get in the playoffs than it is now. Yeah, and now it's all fucked. Yeah. So, thanks, Raiders. Fucking hate the Raiders. Then, the, uh, then taking it over to the Eagles versus the football team. Uh, the Eagles won 20-16. to It was a little bit back and forth, but in the end, the Eagles just stayed on top. Uh, we both had the Eagles. We both got that point. Yeah. Then, next up, the Chargers versus the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos really couldn't get anything done offensively. So the Chargers ended up winning 34-13. I hate the Chargers, too. You hate them now? Yeah, because they, lo- they, they lose to t- the Texans and they blow out the Broncos. It'd be easy yeah, to just it, lost every game or I won mean, every game. Yeah. It's tough, but I, I, I'm still cool with them. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm cool with them. Mike Herbert. Then uh, the Texans versus 49ers. The 49ers won pretty easily against the Texans, 23-7. Mm-hmm. We both had the 49ers. Both got that point. Then the Seahawks versus the Lions, the Detroit style pick them. You got this one because uh, the Seahawks won fifty-one to twenty-nine. It looks so bad at first, but like then they started coming back. But then it got so much worse. Yeah, this is not even. This is, whenever I took the over on that, this is what I was picturing. Yeah, I I I should have thought more on and, that. And but. another another bet I won. <clears throat> I bet this. Yeah. The the Detroit style pick them, but I got ten and a half. Yeah. And so and I won that, and I was like plus two hundred. Saint Brown though has been killing it this past few oh, weeks yeah. on the Lions. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Then next up, the Cardinals versus Cowboys. Uh, this on paper is supposed to be like the game of the week, but the Cardinals ended up winning twenty five to twenty two. Uh, you had the Cardinals, I had the Cowboys, so you got that point. Another bet I hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet heavily on the Cardinals here. Um, the Cowboys, man. I don't know. The Cowboys are. They can sneak Frauds. make the they can sneak make the the Super Bowl or they can sneaky get be a first round bounce. Fraudulent Cowboys? I think so. I think so too. I think they're fraudulent, but at the same time, I think they could get the right matchups and play like not fraud for a, a game. Yeah, and there was they some, have like, a talent. There was some ref controversy in this game too, which you can't fully blame it on unless it's happened to you. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think that I think that that they were kind of screwed on that fumble play. Yeah, if you saw it after the fumble, I did. Yeah, I, I think they did get screwed over on that. But uh, yeah. well, but they should have won the game. They're favored at home. Mm-hmm. They should have won. They shouldn't have been down to that. The way it's shaping up, though, this could likely be a playoff matchup. Rematch in, card in yeah, rematch. Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. In Dallas. Um, and then next up, the Panthers versus the Saints. Uh, Saints beat the Panthers eighteen to ten. There probably wasn't much. No there. real, yeah, no real surprise there. Um, then the Packers versus the Vikings. So I thought this was going to be a little bit of a closer game, but then Kirk Cousins got put on the COVID list at the after we recorded. Yeah. So it ended up being a just Kellen, shit stomping by the it, Packers. Was it the guy in Kellen M- Mond? M- Mond, yeah, Mond. Um, but the Packers won thirty-seven to ten. 
Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams put on a show. Aaron Jones did his thing, too. Um, yeah, I mean, they couldn't get anything offensively done for the Vikings. Like, Dalvin Cook played like shit. Sean Mannion is the guy who played uh, most okay. of the game. Kellen Mond got it for three snaps. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then Monday Night Football. The finale of Ben Roethlisberger and hey, Heinz Field. Steelers. There we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Bowl. Maybe. Um, when we get Aaron Steelers won 26-214. Uh, just a lot of field goals in the second half, and the, ba- the Baker Mayfield Browns couldn't do anything. Oh, my God. They suck so bad. But, uh, I mean, I do think he's – I mean, obviously he's been playing hurt, but, like, the Browns is the Browns, dude. Yeah, which I'll, one of the weenies of the week I'll get into a little bit mm-hmm. with the Browns. Um, but, um, how about that game, though? Another, another betting, another yeah. gambling ride. I went 100% this week for NFL bets. Yeah. And – I had two on Monday night. I remember last week's 50 order, I said they were going to win by, I said something like three touchdowns. Yeah, three touchdowns. I didn't actually think that, but I did it because it's a 50 order. But I did do whenever we're, we, by game time, we were, what, uh, favored by one point or something like that? I, I, didn't, I didn't see the live. We were like, I think we were one and a half point favorites at game time. But when we talked about, when I put all these bets in, we were minus, we were plus three and a half. So we were the underdogs oh. by three and a half points. Yeah. I put a money line in, 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's like a plus 150, so I won like another whatever. But the other one I did was uh, minus, Steelers minus nine and a half. So that's alternate spread. When we're plus three and a half, when we get minus nine and a half, it was mm-hmm. like plus 400. And I threw 20 bucks on it. Jesus. And yeah. what we weren't covering until Najee Harris broke off that touchdown at the end. Yeah. That, like, I, we, that hit that my... That was sick, too. That one, that play was a sweet run, mm-hmm. and it also won me, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, it was looking like we were just kind of, kind of, you know, kind of have, like, yeah. a field goal, maybe to just make it out of reach for the Ooh, Browns. Yeah. That Najee just wrapped around the side, took it to the house, and it was great. All he needed is a first down, and he just had fucking took mm-hmm. it all the way. Mm-hmm. And then, and like I guess during the main cast, we didn't watch it because we wanted the last Ben home game to be yeah, so yeah, broadcast. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're like, go down, go down. Like, if there's like 10 seconds on the clock, you didn't have to go down. Yeah, they really didn't need to. Yeah, but, but um, it also, you're a big fancy guy. That probably won or lost so many. Oh, yeah. Fancy yeah, championships. exactly. A lot of people at Boswell, too, that won them championships. Because, um, like, I mean, if you were yeah. close, like, Boswell put up like 15, 16 points or something like that. Yeah. Normally, I mean, kickers are like, Seven to ten range. So yeah, like that he was killed great. it. Um, but yeah, the, so the whole post post game ceremony thing. You watched that? Stuff yeah, he, too? He, where he started looking like he's gonna go around the whole stadium, give a high five. Yeah, he stopped. Like I, he's like fuck it, turn yeah, around. I'm like, like, dude, how shitty would it be? You're just like the next man in line. Yeah, and just like all right, see you guys. Yeah, like, you've been great, Pittsburgh. It's like ah, fuck. Okay, see you, Ben. I, I my only complaint with the whole thing is I hated how every fucking second there was this reporters like in his face. Yeah, like he was trying to take it a moment, dude. This fucking the security should have yeah. fucking pulled all these guys away. As soon as final came up on the ticker, it was like, all right, which Ben's on the camera. Which Tom would try to call timeout to give Ben one more like yeah, way too. before the last knee. Mm-hmm. But all the reporters were right on the field. They said, "Fuck it," and just let the game out. Okay, yeah, the game over. Um, but I was really mad. At one point, he was looking at the crowd near the bench, and if you, it literally just pan out. It was just like a, a circle of reporters around him. Yeah, give the man some fucking time to like mm-hmm. look around, and enjoy himself. But I thought the coolest shot was whenever he's walking to the locker room with his family, yeah, holding their that hands. Was a cool shot. Mm-hmm. That's a cool shot. Um, then did you see the NFL's Twitter page? They put Ben as a cover photo. No. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, they did post game, and I think most of the day after. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, a Hall of Famer is retiring. you got to give them a little fanfare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fucking... A lot of people not outside of Pittsburgh and outside of main media was just fucking ripping on Ben the entire time. Like, dude, he's... He's, uh, he's a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer who's retiring. Let him fucking have his last game home game. Without yeah, he's easily first ballot. First Dude, what pissed me off, though, after the game, like, you know, Collinsworth, or Coward, he goes on his fucking, like, little rants on Instagram mm. and shit. So he was like, oh, yeah, you know, Big Ben, like, you know, he had a great career, but, like, it wasn't like Rogers' career. Like, oh, Rogers is 38, and Ben's 39, and Ben's retiring, and Rogers is killing it. And, and it's and like ben Brady's no, killing it, and it's like, all right, bud. And Ben like, has more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, too. exactly. It's just like, all right, dude. Like, come on. You know, get, give the guy his five minutes of fame, and then you don't. You never have to talk about Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I hate cowards. So like, it, it just it was just it was such bad taste. You yeah, know? absolutely. It's like, all right, you don't have to bring up Rodgers and Brady. Like, yes, obviously, Rodgers and Brady are probably going to be at the end of their careers better quarterbacks than. Big Ben. Obviously, yeah. Brady, most likely Rodgers. Uh, Brady's a just... goat, and what does Max Kellerman say? Like, he's the goat, but then uh, Aaron Rodgers is the boat. Yeah. The best yeah. of all time. Yeah. Not yeah. the goat, he's the best. Like, obviously, those two are better than Ben. Mm-hmm. Easily. But it's just fine. like, it's not the time to talk about. It. No. Um, I, I know you don't listen to part of my take besides Mondays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday, yesterday, they were talking about the Big Ben thing because it was yeah. after Monday night. And they kind of touched on, not a coward, but people doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is Ben's last home game. Uh, they're obviously making like Ben's a funny quarterback to watch all that stuff, mm. but you don't have to bring up his like personal life and stuff like that. Just we're we're talking about the player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the, this guy. Last time he's playing on his field, the injuries are so passionate about it. You don't need to hear from both sides. We're like me to think he's a great guy because he's not a great guy mm. off the field. But don't talk. Also, the other end, like let let the injuries say all right, see you without like all this like shit coming up on Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, at the end of the week, that puts you at 179 and me at 164. So how much am I would being you by? 15? Yeah, 15. There's 11 posts in games. So. There's no shot. So you have not, to, you have to get at least I'm not four. Even doing you it. have to get three. So this is what I was going to talk about. This never going to happen. I was going to sit down and talk about this. Let me talk about this. Okay. So if, if you have one a chance to win, you have to go almost everything opposite of me. If you don't, if you accept your defeat and just go for like the picks you want to win, just to help your overall record, mm-hmm. you should do that. I mean, that's what I think. I am keeping overall records. Yeah, yeah. I have. The I, I think I just want to improve my record because that's been that's been also killing my record. It's, your all time record is because you always try to play catch up and you have yeah, to go opposite. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, I would say you you have to at least get four points this week, then sweep the playoffs mm-hmm. if you want a chance to tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's impossible. It, it, it's possible, but it's very unlikely. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So you're just gonna try to. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to have fun. Improve, improve your record. I'm just gonna have fun. Yeah. 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 I got eliminated from postseason contention, so I'm just kind of like, you know, let's spoil some victories here. Yeah. All right. So uh, three-time champ. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I'm trying to think of a punishment. No, whatever. I think the punishment should just be. No, I think the punishment should be... I'll keep doing punishments if it's just not too bad. I think the punishment should be something... Let me talk here. Something that will be not embarrassing or anything like that. It's just, you have to buy a trophy. Like a shit trophy? Like, like something like that. But for shit. And then, then we'll put whoever wins each year, and then we'll keep okay, passing I, back and I, forth. I that. And then from this point on, we'll throw money on it. How much it ever costs the trophy? I'm cool with the that. loser has to the winner. The yeah, loser has to pay the winner that. So I'm cool with say that. you buy the trophy this year and it's thirty dollars yeah. for everything, like my name on it and everything. Yeah. The next year, 
like say you win, I'll have to pay how much you paid for the trophy, mm-hmm. plus I have to pay to get your name on it. Okay. And then every year it's just like say it's thirty dollars. Yeah, and we, we play for thirty dollars the trophy. Years it goes to the pod, pod, podcast pod. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, yeah, it'll literally just be thirty dollars. Ourselves. Loser has to pay the winner thirty dollars yeah, and fine. pay yeah. for a, a name they engraved. Yeah, just pick a trophy. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll, I'll find it. I'll, 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 I'll you can pick it because you you won. Yeah, something like that, and we can put my name on for, for yeah, the first three years. Send me a link. I'll and then whenever you, and winner gets it for the year, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the loser has to pass it off. I'm cool with that. That way we don't have to do anything embarrassing at this point on or anything really <laughs> shitty. It's just literally. I, I will still take the SATs. I just gotta yeah. figure out how to get that off of one. Yeah, because that's better than doing TikTok dances, right? Yeah, it's not Use it to pay like thirty <laughs> bucks for a trophy. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, I think the punishment is you have to find it. You have to do all of everything for it. Yeah, I, I will do that. And, and then every single year since then, the loser has to get the person's name on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, let's take it over to injuries. So I kind of just kept it more to the teams that are still in it or if it was like a big-name person. But uh, Bears quarterback Justin Fields was placed on the COVID list. Okay. Uh, the Steelers placed cornerback Joe Hayden, wide receiver Deontay Johnson, and center Kendrick Green on the COVID list. So their status is for Ravens game is up in the air. Sucks for Hayden and Deontay. Don't care about Kendrick Green. But, you know, I, th- I do think with the COVID protocols being limited and essentially non-existent anymore, mm-hmm. um, they'll be back for Sunday. I, I think it'll be good. I think uh, – I hope so. And mm-hmm. I, I like how the Steelers didn't play Kendrick Green. Um, they played the other guy. Yeah. yeah. I think Kendrick Green's fine long-term, but he's not the type to plug in right away. Mm-hmm. They should have done this all season. Our run game was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was. So, Kendrick Green, be on Kevin doesn't matter because I don't think he's going to start this week either. Then, 49ers quarterback Jimmy G returns to practice limitedly for his uh, thumb injury. And Titans running back Derrick Henry returned from IR. Jeez. So, he's back now. I mean, I don't... His status for Sunday is up in the air. He, he, they, they shouldn't play him Sunday. But I don't, I don't think they're going to play him Sunday. I think their goal is to somehow win, get the bye, and then rest him for a week of the playoffs, and then he comes back. They should they should suit him up and not play him. Or limit him. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to get the rust off so you. Too. You want to get the rust off you for, before the playoffs. Number one, and number two, if you need him, like, and you can get a bye with it. Yeah. Then, yeah, and you also want to get the rust off. Mm-hmm. So what you should do is you'd have him suited up, they should have them like limited on snaps, and then if they crunch time, they mm-hmm. need a big run to put them in. Then Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson did not practice on Wednesday. Apparently, Coach Harbaugh was asked about uh, his availability for Sunday's game. Uh, he said he would not comment on it. He said, I don't see the value of even talking about it at this point. I don't get that. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> you mean the value of like making the playoffs? And, like, well, they're, I think they're out of it, but like... No, they're still in it. Well, it's even crazier. Uh, it's crazier than anything else, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not really. I mean, it's not really that crazy. Huntley, they should start Huntley anyways. I, yeah, I agree. But uh, then Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts did not practice following his hamstring injury. Uh, he needs 59 yards to break his rookie tight end record. He should he should just tough it out. Tough it out, play, get the record. Tough it out. Yeah. You have to. I'm with that. And then Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield is undergoing his shoulder surgery. So he's gonna miss the final game against the Bungles. I and Joe Burrow's not playing in that game too. I, I I'm hard on Baker. Mm-hmm. I, I I hate the Browns. They should have had Baker. This this the reason they ever got surgery on it is because it's like a six month recovery. I get that. Yeah. yeah. All year he's been bad because mm-hmm. of quote unquote injuries. And the guy keeps getting who's not 
Nemo, that much worse. <laughs> Case Keenum probably would be better, and they should they should just rested him longer earlier in the season so that he would have been fine for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Things have been differently. I remember seeing this the week they were playing the Lions. Yeah. They literally had Baker injured play against the Lions, <laughs> yeah. and they barely won. Why didn't you have Case Keenum do it and just let Baker take a week off and mm-hmm. rest up? That, there were so many games this season they could have not started Baker yeah. and give him rest. It would have been fine like for the big games, but they didn't. And so I don't get the excuse of saying Baker is not bad. He's just hurt. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, um, like, and then this week, they, they were eliminated before game time. Before, yeah, they before Monday. They were eliminated on Sunday. Don't play. Just Baker could have not played. <laughs> he could have just gone for shoulder surgery that day. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I'll get into it kind of in the week. But he got killed by us. Mm-hmm. And and he and that made it even worse. Yeah. Like, he should have not played. He should have just been like, all right, we're out of it on Sunday. I'm not playing Monday. But mm-hmm. instead he played. And now all of a sudden he's like, I'm not playing. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Um. All right, well, let's get into the headlines. But before the first headline, you want to take it over to your Weenies of the Week. Yeah, we're going to do Weenies <laughs> of the Week now. That's why I kind of started talking about Weenies of the Week a little bit. Because, number one, Weenie of the Week, everyone knows by now. And Guy has a really detailed thing about it for headlines. So I'm just going to – when I get to one, I'll just pass it to you. Um, but we'll start number three, which I was just referencing. The Browns offensive line. Yeah. So uh, – <laughs> The uh, Baker on Monday night against the Steelers was sacked nine times, which is tied for the most sacks by one quarterback in the NFL game this season. The other was Justin Fields against Cleveland. I don't know about you, but I, I was looking for like, the all-time like most sacks in a game, and I was not getting straight answers, but I saw people were sacked 12 times. Mm-hmm. So th- he was dangerously close to being like the most sacked quarterback in a single game ever. <laughs> yeah. That offensive line did no favors. And on top of it, which I don't know, I'm gonna look ahead. I might have to spoil one of your headlines to have this. Give TJ watch it. Yeah, he had four sacks. Yeah, he, that pretty much secured him for defensive player of the year. Knock on wood. Knocking on wood here. And the fact that that secured him defensive player of the year over Miles Garrett because of the Miles Garrett's offensive line yeah. sucks so bad that game. Yeah. That's just a slap in your face to your own it teammates. Yeah. So, so that's, that was another reason I had the offensive that's line a, as a week. I, I didn't even think of that. Not only did they let Baker get sacked nine times, but they basically gave defensive player of the year to TJ Watt <laughs> over their own teammate, Miles Garrett. Yeah. So, number three, Brown's offensive line. Number two, Keelan Cole. Do you know who that is? No. He's a wide receiver on your Jets. Oh, okay. Keelan Cole. So, on, uh, on Sunday against the Bucks. Um, Ty Johnson, another wide receiver on the uh, Jets, scored a touchdown and handed the ball to a kid in the front row. Yeah. And it was panning around. He was doing all the different camera shots. It cuts back to the kid for a split second, and Keelan Cole's trying to rip the ball out of this kid's hand. <laughs> and it cuts away immediately. But there's a shot. If you look it up, there's a shot. Of Keelan Cole literally like, oh, there's the kid that gave the ball to him. He comes in and tries to smack it out of his hand and rip it out of his hand. And there's a quick two-second thing. But they even look like he got it. There's a kid who's like six years old. Then Keelan Cole like jumped up and tried to steal the ball from them. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. It wasn't like an important like, oh, uh, that's this person's first career touchdown or this whatever. Yeah. He just tried to steal the ball back from some fucking random kid for no reason. So that's a weenie move. In my yeah. Because he didn't even get it too. That's the best part about it. he didn't get the ball back. Yeah. The kid held it from him. That whole game, I, I saw it was like twenty twenty one nothing. I was like, when are the Bucks gonna win this game? It's they're gonna come back. They're gonna yeah. come back. Well, whenever I got the after the pen game, I got the A B stuff, which number one A B is A B mm-hmm. number one, obviously. Um, I was checking the scores because I was like, wait, what is like, like did he leave because they're getting wrecked by the Jets? And I saw that. Like, oh shit! Then I checked back later. Yeah, but I'm trying to find real quick before we get into A B stuff. I want to find the video of him trying to steal a ball back from a fan. 
It's like literally. A I split didn't hear second. about it, but I didn't realize it was a Jets receiver. Yeah. See, there's a kid. There's a kid. This guy's gonna slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you can play like the Jaws music over that. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid doesn't give it up. It's like no, <laughs> dude. It's a Jets fan kid. Like, come on. Yeah. Dude, you can't do that. See, see the, it's in slow on, mo- man, That video's in slow motion because it was so like. Yeah. So it was a quick thing on the broadcast. But yeah. That was so funny. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> it's so funny cause you see him come up out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay, the number one week of the week. Who else but Antonio Brown? Who else but Antonio? Um, I didn't write anything down for it. Yeah, and because I thought we could both talk about, but you have a very detailed yeah, I got it all. everything. So I'm gonna pass it to you. So real quick before I also recap, so we can just get right to the rest of the headlines after number three offensive line for the Browns, number two Keelan Cole, number one Antonio Brown. All right. So Antonio fucking Brown. All yeah. right. The 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 baseline of this, the foundation of this podcast. So during Sunday's games versus the uh, Jets, Antonio Brown took off his jersey and gloves and threw them into the stands and ran around the stadium shirtless, giving out peace signs and thanking the fans. (laughs) (laughs) And left not only the game, but the stadium as well. (laughs) So it became apparent later that Antonio Brown was upset he was not being targeted enough to hit the incentives in his contract. Thus, he was upset and left. Uh, there was a bunch of videos. There was a video that released like right before he started stripping uh, of Mike Evans trying to talk to him. Yeah. And you can even tell in the body language of Mike Evans, he was like, you know, man, do what you're going to do. He was exhausted. He, yeah, he exhausted. was just like, I'm, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. Like, I can't fucking deal with it. So then, um, so there are a ton of memes, because obviously of Antonio Brown standing outside of the stadium with his bags looking at his phone. Yeah. Apparently he was waiting for an Uber. <laughs> well. Yeah. The Well, good. The next thing yeah, wasn't the, an Uber driver. Next video. Yeah, it was like his buddy. It was his buddy. So what happened was... Yeah. You, it was a buddy who is an Uber driver. Did you hear the old Mark take interview with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like he took an Uber to the airport. Mm-hmm. Then he realized, I can't get on a plane right now. Yeah, yeah. So he called this other guy and got picked him up from Newark. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy picks him up and he goes on TikTok and posts a video yeah. of Antonio Brown. He was saying how Antonio Brown was like the happiest guy in the world. Like you would have thought he caught like nine touchdowns in the game. But yeah. like <laughs> it was just wild. Um so then after that he went to the Nets and Grizzlies game after not being heard of for like I think a day. Mm-hmm. Like that night he just wasn't heard of after that, and then he went to the Nets Grizzly game. Grizzlies game he was seen on the court side there. Um and some say he's still in New York to this day. He is. He's just stranded there. You yeah, know, he is. Uh, <laughs> I saw another update from him, too. He still is. Then, um, coming into Monday night, Antonio Brown went on Instagram Live or something, and he was posting, pretty much talking about Big Ben and his finale at Heinz Field. No, that wasn't Instagram. That was a cameo. Or a cameo. That was yeah. a cameo. Was a cameo. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. So he goes on cameo, and he's, like, talking about Big Ben. Like, somehow he had this, like, conversation with Big Ben. He's like, I don't think he's going to hang it up, man. Like, we don't know for sure. It's like, we kind of know for sure, bud. Like, you hate him. You hate him, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not trusting Antonio Brown's, like, sources of Big Ben staying with the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, by Monday night, I was like, I'm tired of seeing this guy. Like, I can't deal with another day of seeing Antonio Brown on the fucking media. So, uh, pretty much then, fast forward to, uh, like, today, pretty much. 
Um, the, following the game, Bruce Arians announced that Antonio Brown will no longer be a part of the Bucks organization. Since the breaking news, AB came out and alleged that the Bucks medical team had cleared him ahead of schedule and he was not ready to play in the game. Um, AB then released uh, text messages between him and Bruce Arians. Uh, the Arians kind of like made him play hurt. I don't know if the text really insinuated that. Uh, his agent came out and made a statement too, pretty much like speaking from Antonio Brown. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the Bucks fans and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. We worked together to resolve those difficulties, and I'll always be appreciated that. Uh, being part of a Super Bowl champion team and a contender is a dream come true. I made mistakes. I'm working on myself, and I have positive influences around me. But one thing I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one can accuse me of not giving it my all every single play. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up, and the staff injected me with what I now know was a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using. And I gave it all for my team. I played until I was clear that I could not use my ankle uh, to safely perform my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline, and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him, It's my ankle. But he knew that. It was well documented. We had discussed that. He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, Coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical attention. Instead, he shouted, You're done. <laughs> when he ran the finger across his throat. <laughs> this, this is why I don't. That's the part I don't believe. That's why. I, uh, this yeah. is what makes me think this whole statement is kind of bullshit. I get. I understand. Okay, continue. I'll, no, I'll, no, I'm not coming faster. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. Then came their spin. Coach denied on national television that he knew about my ankle. That's 100% inaccurate. Which he did post text messages between him and Bruce Arians that he did. Like, say, like, hey, my ankle doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, he said, like, hey, we need you for tomorrow. Like, be ready. So, ba -ba 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 -ba. not only did he know that I missed several games of the injury, he and I had exchanged texts the day before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew I was on the injury list, and the GM acknowledged after that game in text messages to my camp that I did tell my coach about my ankle pain on Sunday. I know we were losing to the Jets, and that was frustrating for all of us, but I could not make football plays on that ankle. Yes, I walked off the field, but there's a major difference between launching from the line and taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction, but there was a trigger. The trigger was someone telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge my past, my, but my past does not make me a second-class citizen. My past does not forfeit my right to be heard when I'm in pain. First they cut me, now they cage me. Um... And that's pretty much the gist of it. And he just keeps on going and saying it was like a cover-up and all this shit. <laughs> so that's AB's side. Well, AB's agent's side. Mm -hmm. Then the Bucks came out and released a statement. Um, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have terminated the contract with Antonio Brown effective immediately. While Antonio did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to last Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game. At no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is the utmost importance to our organization. 
Um, so pretty much with that, I think I had a little bit more. Indeed. Oh yeah, and then like uh, Bruce Arians came out and like was reacting to the text messages. I didn't watch the video. I meant to. I saw it at work, but I assume he just denied them. I mean, text messages are easily. Yeah, I could try pulling up the video. Yeah, but so my thoughts on this whole thing. I, I think both sides are not telling the hundred percent truth. So the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think smoke. There's fire. Which I think what I think happened was I think that AB did have a couple ankle injuries. I do not. I don't. Uh, I think it's very possible that the Bucks pumped them full of something because that's what NFL teams do. Mm-hmm. Like I agree with like the, they probably gave him a really dangerous painkiller before the game, right? Yeah. I don't think him leaving is because he was hurt, though. Because, like he was saying, his this is where it kills me. That, that one paragraph where it's like, the pain was so extreme. Yeah. I couldn't play anymore. No, uh, meanwhile, field. he was jumping and dancing off yeah, the field. Doing, like, then, then we're talking about, he was at the Nets game afterwards. Like, <laughs> if you're in extreme pain, like, we're yeah. to the point where you're going to quit a team, you don't go out on town. You don't do jumping out of the whatever. You yeah. go to the hospital and get your fucking foot x-rayed. See, or or go put, you're, you're in a boot. You're on crutches. You're not yeah. gallivanting around New York City. You're not dancing out of the stadium. I think what happened was he was not happy with this play, not getting targeted, right? Mm-hmm. And the coach said, get back out there. And he's like, no. So they get back out there. You're, you're done. Anyways, and something. he said, no, fuck you guys. And start freaking out, doing all that shit. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, realizing, oh, there is a paper trail with his ankle. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on the ankle to make the Bucks look bad. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. I can see that. Um also, evil genius for Antonio Brown. Uh, why not show up to the Nets Grizzlies game in a boot? He should have, and he didn't. <laughs> he should have, and he didn't. Dude, milk the shit out of it. You know? <laughs> that's, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, yeah, like For a guy, a few days after the fact, after all this shit happened, he's saying he's in extreme pain, but then he dances off the field, jumps off the field, goes out to New York City partying, goes yeah, to the Nets game. He's on, like, without crutches, without a limp. Cameo, he's all happy. Yeah, like, there's no videos of him just, like, limping around, looking miserable <laughs> like a wounded dog. Dude, it's wild. Like, if you're going to pull out the, I, I look at, <laughs> I'm in extreme pain, like, card, you got to fucking get in a boot. you got to get on yeah, crutches. Yeah, You can't be, like, normal AB afterwards. Because <laughs> that just doesn't play. I guarantee what happens, he was not mm-hmm. happy, and he is using that as an excuse after the fact because it's a very valid excuse. Yeah, um, I I just gotta say that's one. Pro- I think that's the craziest thing I've ever watched live on TV, and as far as NFL goes, like non like football talent play related, that was the craziest shit I've seen. Mm-hmm. Just uh, off the wall, just like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I wish I was watching because I, <laughs> I, I I I was heard from a few people. It seemed like it, uh, like I think Joey said he was watching like Red Zone. Yeah, it was and, funny as shit. And they asked yeah. Connors, like, well, yeah. this is happening. <laughs> and they like, yeah. running off the field. Nance is just like, well, yeah, AB apparently appears to be leaving the stadium. And it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, B- uh, Big Cat on Portman Dick was saying how, like, they had, that was when the TVs, they had the silent. Yeah, I thought it was like pregame. They thought it was pregame footage of <laughs> him, like, warming up. Oh, my God, dude. It is insane, man. It is just like the capstone of AB being a psychopath. Yeah, and he's insane. Um, he's insane. Anything else that you want to talk about on AB, though? I, I think I said my piece about him. All right. So the rest of the headlines, though. Um, so there's an NFL award voter that Wait, came... wait, wait. We need to leak. Uh, next oh, week, yeah. I'll have the uh, my last my last three, and then I'll give you the top three. Okay. Both next week. Cool, cool, cool. Um, 
So next up on headlines, an NFL award voter actually came out and said that he will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers because he is a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he had a bunch of other uh, lingo in there about Rodgers, which is which was, what was funnier is Rodgers came out later and dropped the most quote bad guy comment saying the voter's a bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it's like calling somebody a bully. He's like that fucking nerd. Yeah, dweeb. <laughs> dweeb. Uh, that is what's it called? That that I I call people bums all the time, and yeah. that, I'm just so happy that our future quarterbacks also uses that word. <laughs> yeah. I was losing it when I because I was like, what's he gonna say to like respond to this? And I was like, I did not think he was just gonna call He's him a bum. bum. <laughs> He's a bum. Yeah. Then uh, with the win on Monday night. Mike Tomlin now has 15 consecutive winning or even seasons with the Steelers. Uh, Tomlin downplayed it whenever he was asked about it, saying that he wants Super Bowls, which I like the answer, but he's got to get there for me to be back on the Tomlin train. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm still in with Tomlin until he doesn't, because that's literally the last... I feel like it's one of those, when he finally doesn't have a winning season, he's done. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, as we were mentioning, T.J. Watt had four sacks against the Browns on Monday Night Football. Trivia, who did he pass on the Steelers' single-season sack leader list? James Harrison. Yeah. 2008, 16 sacks. Yeah. Were you expecting me to fumble that a little bit? Oh, yeah. I was like, I feel like you might get it. I, 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 was, I was just thinking because your response to me was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I sound like you're disappointed a little bit. Well, he, had, he now has 21.5 sacks on the season. Putting him fifth all-time on the sacks per season list. Double-dose trivia. Who is he behind? Can you name three of the four players above him on the sack leaderboard? Well, Strahan has the number one. Yeah, Strahan has the number one with 22 and a half. He did that in 2001. I believe he either just passed or is tied with his brother. No. Well, he must have just passed him. He just passed him. Because I know he was up towards the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawrence Taylor but was – I feel like he was – I'll give you a hint. Right before the... I'll give you a hint. Two of them... Uh, well, all three of them aren't in the league anymore. No one's currently playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Jared Allen from the Vikings is one. Yes, Jared Allen. And he had 22 in 2011. Yeah, who's the other one? I, I feel like I've... I mean, I knew him. I feel like you know him. I, I do know him. Give me a second here. Uh, uh, fuck, I know who it is. God. Sure. You don't well, no, 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 no. How many? How many? How many? I, guess. I have two. Yeah, you have two. And there's four people, so yeah. I can guess one or two people. Yeah. Um, you had one guess for. I feel like Clay Matthews is one. No. Yeah, but that's why. For some reason, my mm-hmm. man, mine's going to him because I think I'm in the NFC North right now. Do you want me to tell you AFC or NFC? Yeah. AFC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. I feel as soon as I know, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I know that. Uh. I'm um, going to teams real quick. I'm going to teams real quick. I'm not trying to drag this out. I'm just trying to think. No, I hear. I, I constantly drag it out on trivia. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I tap. All right. It is Justin Houston. He had 22 in 2014. Yeah. Then the the one, the older one, was Mark Gastineau in 20. He had 1980. Sorry, he had 22 in 1984. Yeah, no, uh... Which I knew you wouldn't get that one. So that's no, 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 no. Yeah, Houston was the one I was thinking. Yeah. Justin yeah. Houston was the one I was thinking. I just couldn't mm-hmm. think of his name. Yeah. Like, I was picturing it. How about that double dose trivia? That's, that's good. Yeah. That was good. All right. Uh, what was I going to say? I feel like, yeah, but yeah, JJ was just right out there. Yeah, um, yeah. I was looking at like, It was like JJ like, three or four times. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it, I think he wasn't on the list until like 
9, 10, and 11 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But, like, it, it's all so close in that range that, like, he, he probably just went away. And uh, one of my first guesses were going to be LT, but LT, Lawrence Taylor, was yeah. just before the sack was a thing. Yeah. No, like, Lawrence Taylor. Was oh, like, yeah. Like, his big season, his defensive player of the year season, mm-hmm. where he would have had, like, a sack record up here, yeah. was before they recorded sacks. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So he would have been he would have been one of the top guys, yeah. But they didn't record sacks at the time when he won. Um, and then moving on, so the Titans and former Steeler linebacker Bud Dupree was cited for a misdemeanor assault charge following an altercation at a pharmacy, which left two employees, uh, one with a cut on their head and another with a cut on their hand. Jeez, I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, he'll probably be fine, but it's just like one of those things. Like, damn, like but... makes you think. Then uh, the Washington football team is set to unveil their new name and logo on February 2nd. So there are two rumors floating around about the names. One is the Commanders, so the Washington Commanders. Uh, Another is the Washington Red Tails. I like the Red Tails. I I wanted the Red Wolves, personally, or the Warhogs. Well, the Warhogs, PFT thinks it's going to be the Red Hogs. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the Red Pigs or something like that. That'd be sweet. But... Apparently, Dan Snyder booked a web page or reserved the rights for it, uh, WashingtonCommanders.com. Now, I feel like the Commanders will be a, a, a 10 years down the road normal. Yeah. But I, I don't like it as much. I think it has to have red. I think it has to have red. Yeah, a Very, little bit. Because you, you have to take away the red skins mm-hmm. and replace it with red tails or red hogs or yeah. red wolves because then people will stop calling them the red skins. If you call them the commanders, people will be like, fuck that, we're going to the red yeah, skins. Yeah. You don't want people to call the red skins anymore. You have to go red something else. So, I don't know. We'll find out on sec- February 2nd, though. Um, they've been unveiling, like, they've been, like, dropping little teasers and shit, but mm-hmm. it's really nothing much. Yeah, the last, I feel like the last few, like, new team names are just the worst. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the Washington football team's stadium almost killed Jalen Hurts as well. This is, this is going to be... One of my deep, th- one of my big weenies. Yeah, but I didn't know who would be the weenie, so I just <laughs> yeah, wanted to off the line Browns. Yeah, the, like, it was like the person who built the stadium, <laughs> like the stadium can't be a weenie. Uh, so the stadium seating near the exit to the Eagles locker room collapsed as Jalen Hurts was leaving. Uh, it didn't actually hit him really; like he, he kind of backed out of the way in time. But I think there was like maybe a small handful of fans that like collapsed to the floor there, like four or five. Yeah, uh, he avoided injury. I think. Uh, I think everybody else like did avoid major injury, but they're they all, def- they they're definitely like getting a lawsuit formulated. Well, well apparently Jalen, well apparently Jalen Hurts is char- like tr- leading one <laughs> for on behalf of these people. He's leading one because he because he said personnel were get the fuck back up there. These guys were on the ground <laughs> yeah. and like instead helping yeah, he was, like, up, trying to help him. You up saw too, him so help one person up, but apparently mm-hmm. like yeah, apparently they were like get the fuck, fuck out of here, like get the fuck back up there. <laughs> Like, they're, like, cussing oh, at these man. guys who just fell because their fucking stadium broke. Dude, I just got to say, I, I mentioned this to you earlier, but our take on shadiest franchises mm-hmm. aging so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the Bucks and the Washington football team. And just, the Raiders. It's just staying up there, man. Yeah, the Bucks, the Washington team, the Raiders. Yeah, and furthermore, the Raiders cornerback, Nate Hobbs, was arrested on a misdemeanor DUI <laughs> charge. I think since we made that list, I think Gruden was already gone at that point, or about to be gone. Yeah. When we did the list, and we had the but that was before Henry. That's before Henry Ruggs. Yeah. That's before the other guy with the fucking gun in the mm-hmm. Instagram mob. Is before this guy. Yeah, and then it was before the whole uh, uh, box or the box ordeal right now. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of funny. Just a little funny thing. 
All right, let's take it over to the playoff picture. All right, so I did the full breakdown. I got all the crazy scenarios that are coming for us in Week 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the AFC, the Titans are right now the one seed. They have won their division, so they will be at least in the top four seeds. Uh, the Chiefs are number two. They also won their division, the AFC West, so they will be in one of the top four seeds. The Bengals also clinched the AFC North, as we mentioned before, so they will also be one of the top four seeds. The Bills are the number four spot. They have clinched a playoff berth, but not their division. Mm-hmm. So if they win, they will be clinching their division, and they will fall wherever they fall in terms of the top four. Who are they playing? Um, Unless you have it later. I want to. Uh, I think they play the Dolphins. No, the Pats play the Dolphins. Yeah, I would so they go. probably played the Jets. I'm assuming then. It's yeah. usually divisional last yeah, week. Yeah, it's usually divisional last week. So I would assume the Jets. Um, I could be wrong though. I think there's some weird ones thrown in here. It's the Jets. Okay, so they play the Jets. Likely should win. So they probably will have that fourth seed, or at least that, somewhere in that one, two, three, four spot. Then the Patriots are right now at the number five seed. They have the playoff berth, but not the division. Uh, they play the Dolphins, so they also need the Bills to lose to the Jets and to win so they can get into the four spot. Uh, and then the Colts are the number six seed, and the Chargers are the seventh seed. So right now, if the playoffs were already or the playoffs are already starting this next week, we would have the Chargers versus the Chiefs. Great matchup. Yeah. Then we'd have the Colts versus the Bengals. That'd be a cool matchup. Interesting matchup. Yeah, two, two of the hottest teams in the year. I think that'd be a really fun one to watch. Yeah. And then we have the rematch. Round three, the Pats versus the Bills. Winner, I mean, like we still don't know where it'll be, but most likely, Buffalo. most likely in Buffalo. Well, yeah, if it ended there, it'd be Buffalo, yeah, which you, that gives you. I mean, both teams. But I mean, never mind. I said both mm-hmm. teams can give you weird weather games, but yeah, yeah, like Buffalo more so. Then the scenarios for Week 18. So currently, the Colts have not clinched anything. The Chargers have not clinched anything. And then we have the look outside looking in teams. The uh, Raiders, as well as the Ravens and the Steelers. So, the fan favorite, the Steelers, they need to win against the Ravens, and they also need to have the Jags beat the Colts, and the Chargers and Raiders cannot end in a tie in yeah. order for them to make the playoffs. Well, that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. We, we need to focus on the Jags. Maybe. <laughs> Which, well, I, well, I guess we might as well nip that in the butt now. The Chargers and the Raiders got flexed to Sunday Night Football for this week. So they they play after the whole Colts game, and the Jag the Colts Jags game. So they could theoretically knee out and just tie and both make the playoffs if the Colts lose. Yeah, but they're not gonna do that. It'd be so funny. Yeah, be, be it'd everyone, be so funny. But everyone's saying like like a fucking system kind of thing. Yeah, but people are making like that's hundred percent gonna happen. Yeah, there's no, no way. I, I hear you. Their teams don't even tank for the number one pick. Yeah, they're not yeah. gonna tank for the, their divisional rival to also mm. make the playoffs with them. Yeah, they're gonna try to beat their division rival. Um, but real quick about the Colts to Jags, mm-hmm. I put this on record. I said it whenever whenever we won against the Browns, and I knew of the stakes to make the playoffs. Yeah, and I tweeted out if the Jags beat the Colts, I'm buying a not a Chinese fake one. I'm going to NFLShop.com with dropping them as two hundred dollars on Trevor Lawrence jersey. I will get a James Robinson jersey, not on NFL.com though. Yeah, I, 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 I I'd be that. that I would be I'll that. Get that I'll get the cheapo one. I would be that. I'm gonna put money on the Jazz <laughs> in in the hopes that they well, win. That money I'll will be help me pay for the jersey. I'll skip ahead to this one too. This is a little crazy thing about I the think Jaguars. I, know what you're about to say. I didn't read it. But yeah, so but. the Jaguars have four yeah. wins over their last thirty three games, two of which have been against Indianapolis. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, there's another thing, like, the Jags haven't lost to the Colts in Jacksonville in the last, like, four matchups. Yeah, 
against the Colts in Jacksonville. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it's it's still probably unlikely, especially because the Colts just lost. But like, but it's in Jacksonville. Yeah, it'd be so wild. And the in the Jags and nothing but playing spoiler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then and, the and Ravens for scenario. Uh so the Ravens would need to win against the Steelers on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They would also need the Jags to beat the Colts. They would need the Patriots to beat the Dolphins, which isn't unlikely. And then they would need the Raiders to beat the Chargers, which is probably the more difficult of of the options there. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, Jags or Colts probably the most difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So then that leaves the Colts, Chargers, and Raiders. They're pretty much in a win again in situation. Um. So the Colts, if they win, they're in obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the seven seed would go through the winner of the Chargers and the Raiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish we were in that spot where we beat. Yeah. The yeah. Which it would have. Probably been that, won, that would have been the case if the Colts beat the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, because then the Raiders would have been eliminated, mm-hmm. and the Chargers. Well, that probably would have had just had the Raiders beat the Chargers, and we would have been in. Yeah, not the Jags beating the Colts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, then yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be. We'd have to win, and then we'd also have to have the, the Raiders beat, win. No, the other way around, because we'd have the Raiders beat us earlier in the season, and then we would be the same the Chargers too, but. Well, no, because the Colts would be the sixth seed, so the seventh seed would be the only thing open. So oh, you're right. Then the Raiders would have an extra loss. Yeah, so we would need yeah, to win, right. and the Chargers would need to. Yeah, if the Colts would have beat the Raiders last week, the Raiders would have. The Ravens to be out. probably would have been eliminated had the Colts won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Then uh, taking it over to the NFC, so the Packers are the number one seed. They clinch the conference, so they're yeah. the number one seed. They will have the bye. Then the number two seed goes to the Rams. They have a playoff berth. They have not clinched their division. Uh, the three seed is owned by the Bucks. They have clinched the NFC South, so they're at the three spot. The Cowboys have clinched their division, the NFC East. They are at the four spot. The Cardinals are at the five spot. They have a playoff berth, so no division there. Mm-hmm. And then the 49ers are at the sixth seed, and the Eagles are at the seventh seed, and they have a playoff berth. So, the way this sort of shakes down, since everything's in the NFC West, that's why you have the seventh seed that has the playoff berth and not the sixth seed. Pretty much, well, I'll, I'll, before I get to scenarios, right now if it ended uh, for the playoffs starting next week, you would have the Eagles versus the Rams. Probably Rams, right? Oh, yeah. I think, I think it'd be destroyed, especially being in L.A. Mm-hmm. And Cam Akers is back. Yeah. Then you'd have the 49ers versus the Bucks. That could go either way. I think so, too. That could go either way, because the so Bucks too. aren't the same Bucks. Jimmy G versus Tom Brady. Yeah. Be interesting. Then you'd have the Cardinals versus the Cowboys in another... Uh, rematch. Yeah. So, I don't know. That'd be kind of some cool matchups. I think the AFC would be cooler if it ended today. But, uh, the scenario. So, the Rams right now, they are a win and get the two seed situation. If they lose, they get a wild card? Yeah, if they lose, they're in the wild card slot and they do not have a home game. If they win, they get the two seed and the division. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals, they would need to win against Seattle and the Rams would need to lose to the 49ers in order to get the division. Ergo, the two seed, or whatever, you know, one of the top four seeds there. Yeah. And then uh, both teams would be guaranteed the five seed if they lost their respective scenario. Which the top wild wild card. They did the top wild card spot. Um, Then the 49ers, they need to win and they get the playoff berth. So if they win, they're the sixth seed. If they lose. If the 49ers lose and the Falcons beat the Saints, then the Saints sneak in. Now, if the 49ers lose and the Saints uh, lose, then the 49ers are in. Okay, so if they both lose 49ers in, 
If 49ers lose and the Saints win, the Saints are in. Yes. And then if the 49ers, okay. Yeah. And 49ers just win straight kinda up, they get crazy, it. Kind of crazy, dude. Yeah, so 49ers win, no matter what happens, yeah. they're in there regardless. Yeah. But they lose, they they need the Saints to lose. Yeah, and I would assume if the Saints make it in, they would become the 7th seed and the Eagles, Eagles would move up to the 6th. Definitely. Yeah, so you'd probably have the Eagles versus the Bucks at that point. Which? Which, probably a shut, just a shootout. <laughs> yeah. Did they play already? Um, This year? I think they did. They might have. I'm, look, I'm looking, because I think they did. But yeah, so that's your crazy Week 18 playoff scenarios. Um, let's go Steelers. Let's go Jags. I'm excited. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. I am too. I, and it's Ben's last game. So the thing I don't like about the 18 weeks is the whole, like, records are kind of, like, demolished at this point. As far as, like, Cooper Cup's about to break, like, the receiving yards record and the reception record. Yeah. And it just kind of, like, deflates it a little bit because of the extra game. So, I don't know. It's going to take some getting used to. And it'll eventually get back onto a pace where it's like, yeah, these records are, like, legitimized. Well, the best part about when you talk about the, the T.J. Watt thing yeah, is T.J. Yeah. Watt can beat it in, like, the same amount of games. Yeah. Because he, he, yeah, he, he missed, he missed one game and then two half games. Mm-hmm. So, he missed two games in general. So, that would be a 15-game season for him, mm-hmm. in which that's what Strahan has, too. Um, all right, I'm looking up. Was I looking up the Eagles, Person. Bucks? Yeah, they, they did play. And they won 28-22, so it was close. Okay. Um, then let's take it over to segments. So first up, guys, grandiose gangs. We have, these are my gangs for the week, the repping squad, as expected. The Packers are still at the number one spot. Um, they clinched the conference. They're looking like the most dominant team in the NFL right now. Um, but as we know, with the Packers, we're probably losing the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Then we have number two, I have the Buccaneers. Um, you know, it looked like they were going to lose for a minute there. I did expect them to win, but for them to come back from that deficit and win in a game where you had one of your team members quit in the middle of it, yeah. I'll give them a little bit of credit there. Plus, you know, some other players, other teams lost, so it was kind of tough to move them down any further. Uh, then number three, I have the Chiefs. It was a tough loss to the Bengals, but, you know, they still looked like pretty, singing pretty well on offense. Their defense definitely has some red flags that they got to look into going into the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I think it's tough to put them lower than three spot at this point. Agreed. Number four, I have the Rams. Um, they're finding ways to win. Uh, they're start. They're going to be getting Cam Akers back, which is going to be a huge help on the ground game. No disrespect to Sony Michelle, but I think Cam Akers is leagues better than him. I agree. Um, then the five spot at the Titans. And another one of those teams. They are finding ways to win games without their star players. Um, Derrick Henry is gonna is off of IR. Looks like he may have a chance to start on Sunday. So the only way to look is up for the Titans right now, who are currently the first place in the AFC. Number seven? Seven. I have the Bungles. Yeah. I'm kind of liking the Bungles. And they're good. I mean, it's like kind of like one of those things, like if the Steelers don't make it, I'm kind of cool no. with the Bengals winning the AFC North. Oh. Uh, between the Bungles, the Ravens, and the Browns? Yeah. So if the Steelers I mean, don't win the division, I'm cool with it being the Bungles. I, I, I don't. I, 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 br- like I, br- I prefer the Ravens. I prefer the Ravens. I over just like Joe Burrow, dude. I, I used to like Joe Burrow when he's in college. Yeah, yeah. But uh, right now, I mean, the Bengals, their defense is looking pretty solid right now. Um, their running game is sound enough. And the wide receiver tandem with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins is just being electric right now. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think this team could surprise some people. It's like probably the one of the bigger teams you don't want to play going to the playoffs right now. No, yeah, I agree. I think I, it's this team out of the AFC and the 49ers out of the NFC. I agree. My thing with the Bengals too, though, is I've been saying for a while they're good. They're too young. Yeah, they're not going to make I, a I legit run. They're not going to make a legit run. Yeah, they, if, they, if anything, they'll win wild card weekend and then they'll lose the next round. Or they, I don't even see them maybe not winning. Matchup dependent. I think if they did play the Chiefs again in the playoffs, they'd get cooked. Yeah, um, I also don't. I also love that they lost first round because they haven't won a playoff game in since like the eighties. Yeah, they made the playoffs many times and never won. Mm-hmm. Then uh, number eight, I have the Cardinals. Um, so they ended up winning against the Cowboys. Uh, I don't know with this team. I mean. They definitely look fraudulent, um, but they did have a nice win against the Cowboys, I guess, going into the playoffs here. Um, they'll probably end up doing all right in the playoffs, I'm thinking, but based if, off of their recent performance, I can't put them any if they If they make the NFC, NFC Championship game, they get D-Hop back. Mm-hmm. So that's something to look at. Then number nine, I have the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, like we were saying, looking like a fraudulent team right now. Uh, they, I think they, there's a stat where they – are one and something against over 500 teams this season. I believe it. So, like, they just can't beat anybody who's worth a damn. So I believe it. Something to look into going into the playoffs. It could be tough, especially being in the NFC. Um, being that four seed, if you're playing the five seed, that's going to be Cardinals or Rams. So, it's tough. Then, number nine, I have the Bills. Um, kind of just beating on some bad teams right now. They had their division-clinching thing earlier in the season against the Patriots. I can't really justify putting him any higher until I see him play somebody worth a damn. And then, last but not least, I have the Patriots. Still sitting at that 10 spot. But that's my grandiose games for the week. And then your weeder sign, we need the week. We, we already did. So let's take it over to our 50-yarder. All right. I'm doing a... Do you want to go first? or we both, they're both, they're both AB. Yeah, they're both AB related. You so go first. I think... So everybody's coming out, obviously, and I was saying this too earlier, uh, whenever like he was first starting to be crazy, but I think A B just doesn't have CTE. He's just an asshole. He's just a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. It, it, it's just like maybe he's just an idiot. Like you ever hear like everything like Ryan Clark says um about like him when he first came to training camp? Was getting in fights with Dick LeBeau. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just... I don't know. I think he's just an asshole. I don't know. It could be right. could be wrong. Who fuck knows? Uh, so, Macrodosing was talking about the Sarian Foster PFT and all of them were talking about it in the one podcast. And they said something very similar, too. Yeah. They said... All these people were, like, trying to say he's CT and stuff. He, might, he definitely has issues, but he's, he's an asshole, first and foremost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I, I honestly... I think I think it's a mixture. I think he was an asshole, but he had control over it. Mm-hmm. Like he could tell, like, hey, the best thing not to do here is this. But then when he got hit in the head, and when he got money, all the, and money, all that, like the guard he had mm-hmm. just went away. Yeah, like the filter, his filter just got broken when he got hit by Montez Perfect. Yeah, possibly. But I agree. I mm-hmm. think he's always been an asshole. I mean, there's a. I, I feel like there's stories about like him in college, even though he, it wasn't even a big program. Mm-hmm. Him doing shit like assholey. <laughs> uh, but my fifty yarder is just simple. I can't really get into it too much. I just think AB is going to play again in the NFL. I don't. Th- this guy's <laughs> find a way. This guy just won't go away. He'll have to play for a New York team at this point. Yeah, th- yeah there's there's <laughs> literally he's not leaving New York. He's stuck there. It's like home, he's a home alone too. Lost <laughs> New York right now. Um, 
No, this guy has done so many bad things in the last few years, like basically proven that, hey, no team should touch him, and he, he keeps getting touched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, after the whole Raiders debacle, I thought it was over. After, like, the assault charges, I thought it was over. Like, yeah. No, the Pats, no, the Bucks. Like, he he's going to get signed. Back. He's going to get signed something. He's like COVID, dude. He just keeps coming back. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like, he will, he, he has not, must might be the order, I'll put on the graphic, that AB has not played his last snap in the NFL. I don't know why. I don't know why. He just, I just, no. All right, let's take it over to uh, the Week 18 Pick'ems. Pick'ems. First Week 18 Pick'ems. First Week 18 Pick'ems and last regular season Pick'ems of the year. Um, congrats to me. <laughs> uh, Saturday. we got two Saturday games this week. First game, 4.30 p.m. Chiefs in Denver versus Broncos. Chiefs are favored by 11 and a half. So everybody's playing, I would assume, by that line, right? Yeah, because okay. I think they need to get the number one seed. They need to win to get the number one seed. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So, so I'm going to Chiefs. Yeah, they, they need, they're playing a divisional rival to get the number one seed. Easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then late game on Saturday, we have the Cowboys in Philly versus the Eagles. The Cowboys are favored by five points. Um, I'm thinking Eagles here. I'm going to Eagles. Put me down for Eagles. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's in Philly. The Cowboys probably are out of the one C option. Exactly, they might be. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, and and right. they they clinch their vision too, right? Yeah, so they're probably locked into like at least the three or four. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Eagles. I, yeah, I'm going Eagles there. All right, now we're gonna take it over to Sunday games. Um, right at the top, we'll do Bengals versus Browns in Cleveland. The Browns are favored by six. I'm assuming because they are arresting the Bengals, arresting people. Yeah, so there's no Joe Burrow because he got dinged up at the end of the Chiefs mm-hmm. game, and then Baker Mayfield has surgery, so it's pretty much Case Keenum versus. Is it McCarron? No, it's uh, we played him last year. He beat us last year. Oh yeah, that fucking smug little prick. His name. Um. Yeah. Um. It's in, uh, Cleveland. Is it Brandon Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. Their favorite. And you're going Bengals? Um, I haven't said my pick yet. I don't know. I'm thinking because it's going to be backups. It's going to be backups for the Bengals. And then, yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm going, I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns because I, I think it's going to be Bengals. They're going to just try to win against the other Ohio team. And the other Ohio team doesn't care if they lose. Yeah, I'm going Browns. They, they're, like, they're, their defense, the Browns defense is probably going to go off. Mm-hmm. Um. Next one o'clock game, you got the Washington football team in New York Actually, versus the Giants. I think they might be competing for the one seed. I'll go Bengals. I'll go Bengals. Are they? I don't think they are. If the Titans and Chiefs lose and they win. Well, the records. The, Chief, the Bengals would have the tiebreaker over the tight uh, over the Chiefs. I don't think they play the Titans, so it would come back to strength the schedule. And I would imagine, considering the Bengals play the AFC North compared to the AFC South, the strength of the schedule would favor the Bengals. Well, if they lose, then you also got the Pats and the, the Pats builds. Everyone would have the same record if oh, the, the Titans Bengals. and Chiefs lost. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick with Bengals. I'll stick with it. Okay. Uh, I lost the weekend because I was looking at that. All right, Washington versus New York. Giants in uh, New York. The football team's favored by seven. Two teams, no nothing on the line. You said take the better two teams. I'm going the Commanders. I'll go with the Red Tails. Okay, 
Put that on the graphic. <laughs> the commanders and red hills. Um. Oh, you should do that, and then when they announce their names, mm-hmm. whatever one's right, gets a, <laughs> get gets a post one retroactively. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna mess with the records. Um, next we got the Bears versus the Vikings in Minnesota. Two teams not fighting for anything. The Vikings are favored by five and a half. Yeah, um, I'm go Vikings. I don't think Kirk's gonna play because Kirk's unvaccinated. Um, Ooh, yeah, that changes things. Mm-hmm. It does. If Kirk plays, but, like the Vikings easily. Mond? Actually looked good. He was the guy that scored the touchdown late in the game, I think. He, he, yeah, he's only in for he passed ball three times. So yeah. He ran so, a few times. Yeah, so I think... Uh, but Zimmer also had a quote this last week in practice. Here. It's kind of like... They said, why don't you play Maude? Loser like, gets fired him. first. Well, they're both fired. Yeah, but it's like, loser gets fired immediately after the season. And I'm staying... <laughs> you know what? That, with that being said, I'm still sticking with the Vikings because I, if both teams... Both, Coaches are out. Both coaches have nothing. Like this is the last game, and I think Zimmer's a better coach than Nagy. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, it'd be funnier if Nagy went out on a loss, mm-hmm. and Zimmer went off. It'd be nicer if Zimmer went off on a win. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next, Titans, Texans, Titans, ten and a half point favorite. Titans. Yeah. Um, it's in Houston. Yeah, they got to win their division. So they they got to win the conference. Or yeah, they got to. They got to win both. If they win. They win. Yeah, they already won the division. They get the bye. Uh, next we have the very, very uh, interesting game: the Colts versus the Jaguars. It's in Jacksonville. And the Colts are favored by fifteen and a half. Are you doing it? I'm taking Jags. <laughs> I'm hammering the Jags here. I'm hammering them. I would hammer them on the spread for sure. I'm hammering them on the money line. I think I'm thinking about third twenty bucks on it because if they win, I mean I'm going to take the point there. I'm going to take the Colts to get the point. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I won. I don't really care about the Yeah, point. Exactly, I, it's, exactly. I, I, I'm going with my heart. I'm trying there. to boost my stats at this going point. Going with you my heart. I mean? No, I feel you. I feel you. I All thought right. you would probably do that, too. Yeah. The, every week I pick the Steelers. Mm. I'll pick the Steelers when that game comes up. This is also an extension of me picking the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, next one call game. We have the Packers versus the Lions. It's in Detroit. The Packers are favored by three and a half. You know what the funniest thing out of this is? What? Rodgers is saying he's going to play. He can't play. He's going to play. He's, they have the conference clinch. He's going to play. He's a bad toe. I, if, if he plays, it's a spite Jordan Love. Because this is Jordan. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he plays the full game, but I think he plays enough to win and the pass his MVP vote. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. I, I don't. I, I disagree with him. You say the Lions? No. Packers. I think even Jordan Love from the rest of the backups can fucking beat the Lions. I don't know if Jordan Love can. I just think Rodgers plays and he plays enough to get him the win. Yeah, maybe. Next, last one o'clock game. The last one, we have the Steelers in Baltimore versus the Ravens. The Ravens are four and a half point favorites. I mean, I gotta go Ravens. I got, I'm gonna go Steelers. I don't, I don't like it, but... I, I would say last week or this season, do whatever the fuck you want, but if the curse is real... Which I don't think it is. It's not point, real. So if you, yeah, it's not real. Don't get Steelers. But I'm yet. still, I'm still not gonna, I'm not gonna pick the Steelers and then they lose and then I, I blame it on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I Plus that. I went Colts. So. I, I know myself. I get that. Yeah. Because yeah. I would, I would. That'd mm-hmm. be the first thing I said. Yeah, you'd be like, "Thanks for taking Steelers, asshole." Like, Way to fucking go, <laughs> yeah. dude. And the Jags would win, yeah. of course, if we if we lost, and that'd be all your fault. But this curse is done after this year. I mean, that's fine. I'm if they good. go into playoffs, I'll keep it going. That's but. fine, but I'm going Steelers every single game. Yeah, if they go into playoffs, I'll keep it going. All right. 
You keep going for it. Yeah. After we got disproven, I'm just saying I... But, that, I, but that's what I mean, though. Like, if they make playoffs and I've been honoring the curse, then yeah. Okay. That's I'll fine. stick with it. And it's also most likely to make the playoffs. You go against the curse, will get you an extra point. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, four o'clock games. We have the Jets in Buffalo versus the Bills. The Bills are completely playing, and they're favored by 16. <laughs> oh, wait. We didn't do Detroit style, unless you picked the Lions. No, I picked the Packers. Oh, okay. So, we did the last Detroit style. Um, I think it's my turn. Yeah. And three and a half bags. I'm taking, I'll say seven. Packers don't buy a touchdown. Um, I can see getting under that. I can also see getting over that. I think it's a good number for this kind of game. Not knowing who's playing and who's not. I'll say over. I'll say eight. All right. Sounds good. Uh, which one we're talking about? Uh, the Bills and Jets. Oh, we shouldn't be talking about that. Good Bills. You're going Bills. Yep. Next four o'clock game. Very interesting game. Saints versus Falcons in Atlanta. The Saints are favored by three and a half. Saints need a win. They do need a win, so I'm going Saints. <laughs> you know, I'm done. Falcons. Crack. Give me, give me the crack, baby. The Falcons are playing spoiler. The Falcons are playing spoiler. It's in their place. It gets a division. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect crack game. They really don't did have it. Did you see Matt Ryan game. get boned on that fucking touchdown run? Last week. Oh, I remember, heard, I remember hearing about that. Well, he took in the touchdown. Yeah. They called it a touchdown, and then he was taunting, so they gave him a taunting penalty. Okay, yeah, I did hear about that. And then they called back the touchdown, said he was on the one, but they still applied the taunting penalty. So, you got so they moved back them 15. back. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that should be. Because if, if you got a penalty on the touchdown celebration, they shouldn't they get a touchdown. Yeah, not, yeah the touchdown's ball. gone, the penalty's gone. Yeah. It's, I, Especially yeah, if it's taunting. If it was like pass interference, I get it. Or like some type of targeting holding. or something. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it was the taunt. And what was the taunting? It's Matt Ryan. He probably didn't do anything crazy. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, pal. <laughs> hey, screw you, bud." <laughs> yeah. Well, he swears he's not. Yeah, no, he's Bill not, Rivers, yeah. but he he would be like, "Fuck you, bud." That'd be like the <laughs> yeah. most he'd probably say. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's cracking. Four o'clock game: Panthers versus Bucks. Bucks are favored by eight in Tampa Bay. Um. I'll go Bucks. Post AB, they need to prove that he went without AB. Panthers. Yeah, I can't go. There's, no, there's no way in hell. I'd like to go Panthers, but I can't. 4-25, we've got 49ers versus the Rams in L.A. The Rams are favored by four and a half. interesting one. The Rams need to win, right? Yeah, the Rams need to win to get the, uh, the division. playoff game. Yeah, yeah division. division. Game. Well, I'm going Rams, then. Um, they need to win, I'm going to go Rams. It's in L.A.? Yeah. They need the win. It's in home against the division. I'm taking them for the win, especially because I want the Rams to win here. I'll go Rams. I might change it if we don't have anything else different, though. Okay, well, it doesn't that much of a matter. Two more 4 o'clock games. We have the Pats versus Dolphins in Miami. The Pats are favored by 6.5. I sneak in my good Dolphins here. Because they beat them earlier in the season two, and yeah. Dolphins have been hot. Then they just lost everything. They could play spoiler against the Pats. Their division, I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Pats because they. I mean, if they if they win and the Bills lose, they're still going to be trying hard here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both four o'clock games, so they won't know earlier mm-hmm. if so they're eliminated they, they, or not. So they're, they're going for the. So they'll be going all out. So I'll go yeah. for the Pats. Okay, I get that. Uh. Last 4 o'clock game, we have 
the Seahawks versus the Cardinals in Arizona. Cardinals are favored by six and a half. Cardinals. They need to win. They do. And the Seahawks aren't that great. But the Cardinals are kind of in frauds, but I think the Cardinals will get it done. Kyle Murray's playing. DK had a hell of a game. Um, the defense has switched cheese. What's James Conner doing? Is he, he's healthy, I think. Let me look. Yeah, he played last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't see him on the injury report. He's yeah. questionable. He's huh. questionable. He played it. Same with Edmonds. They're both questionable. I'll go Cardinals. You have to. He's going to play. Then the last game of the uh, regular season, we have the Chargers versus the Raiders. Winner gets in. In Vegas. Chargers favored by three. Um, You go for the Chargers, you go for the Raiders, or you bet the tie. You double down on the tie. Double down on the tie. Get two points for it. I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah. Because I think... If they stay consistent, they're the better team. But they haven't been consistent. That's why they've been losing games. They should win. Mm. Did you know there's another hotel Transylvania coming out? Yeah, yeah, they all transform into humans. All the monsters are human, all the humans are monsters. What? Yeah. Wild. It's kind of dumb, but expected. Um, We only have three differences. I'm going to go Chargers, but I might switch. I do need points, but... I might go 49ers. I'm kind of feeling the 49ers, dude. I don't know what it is. I think the Cardinals might get that spot. I'll go 49ers over the Rams. I'll go Chargers. Because I do think the Chargers win on Sunday night. But yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, um, that's the NFL season, dude. Regular season. Regular done. season done. Next stop, playoffs. Yeah. Um, but all right, with that, let's take it over to Pop Culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's take it into Pop Culture news. Uh, leading off from movies, just some somber news. Um, so Betty White passed away this past week. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was, okay, sad. She's like cool, everything like that, but then she, she was older, so I was like, wasn't that sad, but then I found out that she was almost 100. Yeah. Like she like she was so close. She was January seventeenth. Yeah. But I actually got sad. Like she she had a nice happy life. Yeah, like, just America upsetting. America's sweetheart. Um the, did you see like the news story that like I guess she was in on it, um, that she was like turning a hundred or like they thought she turned a hundred, they acted like it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> people or something like that. Yeah. But I, I feel like she was in on it. Mm-hmm. Because she she's kinda of funny. She I, one podcast I listened to mentioned how like she probably just like watches. Watch this! I ain't turn on. Yeah, uh, a bunch of celebrities are like you know posting some like you know memories of Betty White. One that like was had me laughing so hard was Ryan Reynolds posted like it was like the set of that proposal movie with him and Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and Betty White was in that movie, and there's like a, a behind like a feet like a, a deleted scene or like you know background behind the scenes thing where Ryan was acting like Betty was just like this evil person <laughs> and then betty was like you know just acting all innocent like an innocent old lady and she would like go hunk sandra bullock like he's being mean to me and then you'd see like her flicking off ryan reynolds in the background <laughs> i love that like it was just hilarious oh, she's but, the best yeah it's just um, sad to see her go yeah america's grandma mm-hmm. um i never watched like golden girls or anything like that 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, I know her from all like, the guest appearances and the roasts and mm-hmm. all that shit. But uh, the only show I watched that she was in the multiple times of like, recurring was that Sunday show. Yeah. She was Keith yeah. Foreman's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah she's always funny in that. <laughs> she <goes>, burn! <laughs> um, then moving on, though. So there is a... So in the movie Don't Look Up, there was a crisis phone number that was posted in the movie. For like, it was just like part of the movie. It was like, there's crisis going on. Call this number to you know feel better about yourself. Whatever that, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it turns out if you actually call that number, it's a uh, sex hotline. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I really wanted to call it, but yeah. I mean, I think I, I saw an Instagram video where like they did, went into it. They did it. So I saw, <laughs> I heard of it. It's uh, so funny. And then the last thing I have for movies, I didn't have much this week. Um, Paramount Plus is working on a new Beavis and Butthead movie for 2022 with the uh, original creator. I'll take I never liked Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those you either like it or don't. Um, yeah, do you? I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really like I never really watched it like that in depth, but like everything I've seen from it, I enjoyed. Um, I might check out the movie. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things you don't have to, like, understand the plot at all. I feel like there's no, no plot. It's just kind of, like, shitty comedy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I never liked it. I always thought it was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I have for movies. Uh, anything you want to toss in? Uh, I almost went to see Kingpin by myself, but I did <laughs> Yeah, I, it's I, one of those movies. Good. You heard it was good? I heard it was decent. I heard it was pretty good. Maybe I'll uh, Josh Ken said this, and I heard from someone else, too. I, uh... That it is not as good as like actual movies, but it's good. Yeah, that's what I would imagine too. It's not as good like yeah, it's not one and two, but it's but yeah, two it's wasn't that great. I I got enjoyment out of two. I, the only reason I liked two is because Elton John was. Yeah, yeah, that did. That but Kingsman one is an all time movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean that the Freebird scenes like the number one like yeah, I think that might be the first one. I'm on number one on the movies songs and movies. Yeah, top five we did. That was a good one. It's one of the greatest scenes ever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's take it over to TV. Uh, first up, so the second episode of the Book of Boba Fett aired uh, yesterday. So, care to discuss? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I love it. I love the episode. You liked it? Um, you like it? I so it's definitely like running but, slow. I guess I don't know. I hope we're done with the Tuscan Raider. Oh no, I, that's like my favorite part. That's your favorite part. I mean, I, I want to know more about the huts now. Which that was sweet. I like seeing that was, like, that was a lot cool. of action huts. The first time live action hunt we saw since Fan Menace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love the Tuscan Raider shit. Like it got, it just got dude. That was that's badass, dude. When he steals all the all the bikes and teaches basically teaching Primal Tribe how to ride a motorcycle in like a space desert. Yeah, and they fucking hijack a pike train. I mean, I that just, was so sweet. I'm just saying, you have to do like kind of say like what? How did he get to the Mandalorian? Like we have to, we have to answer that question, you know. But I, yeah. I just hope that that's the last time he goes into the back to pod, and we have the flashback to the Tuscan Raiders. That's not gonna be the last. They're gonna see it every episode. Do you think we're gonna have to see flashbacks of him getting Slave One or whatever the hell the shit? Yeah, I think, now? I think, I think there's gonna be two parallel plots mm-hmm. the entire time. And in the last episode, we'll get to see the last when they meet up with Fennec. When she yeah. meets up with Fennec. Yeah, um, but I love the Tuscan Raiders shit. When he goes, when he goes on the peyote trip. That was funny. That yeah, is sick. Yeah, that was cool. But like leading up to it, I was like, I'm just kind of over the Tuscan Raiders. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's still a good show, but like, I just think, and I think it will get better. I just, th- I wasn't big on the first two episodes so far. I, I am the exact opposite. I'm very, I really, really like the show. All right, all right. I, I think, I think when you look through the whole thing, it's be great. 
And yeah, I do. I think so too. Um, like once it's said and done. See, I'm more interested in him becoming like a Tuscan Raider than I am about the stupid like crime lord shit as of now. Yeah, I feel like the crime lord shit's gonna blow up soon. I think it's be sweeter, and, and I think there's gonna be more reveals and mm-hmm. shit with that story plot, obviously, than the Tuscan Raiders one. But I like the Tuscan Raiders one because also Boba Fett's always been a villain. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to make the show him being a hero. And him going through the change and the adaptation through the whatever Tusken Raiders story plot line, you're seeing him go from a bad bounty hunter, don't, don't give a fuck, yeah. to actually a hero. Yeah, so like, that's like that, redemp- that part of the show is his redemption arc. Mm-hmm. While also being sweet because you get like the Dances of Wolves type thing where there's an outsider in a primal tribe and he's teaching them shit, they're teaching him, them, him shit. And it's, I think it's pretty sweet. No, I hear you. And like that, like I said, I, I agree it's necessary plot point to discuss like to show in the mm-hmm. in the whole show itself but i just hope we're done with the tuscan writers now and you're not about that. and the flashbacks but i get what you're saying but i'm telling you i just want to definitely from the story the at hand of what's currently yeah, going on that's definitely not the case though you're definitely gonna see in every episode have we seen this hut person before no they're not in clone wars or something no there we haven't Okay. I, I the only hut we've really seen besides Jabba mm-hmm. and his like weird baby and the weird Clone Wars movie that never yeah, came back up yeah. is zero the hut the really stupid New Orleans one. Okay. That's okay. the only other hut we saw. Okay. So these are two new huts. I think they might have been mentioned before. I think mm-hmm. there was a reference where they mentioned before in the uh, Clone Wars show. Yeah, I'm sure they're in the expanded comics. And yeah. Too. And same with that Wookie. Oh yeah, who's the Wookiee? That was badass, dude. That was cool. He uh, yeah. he's in the exp- expanded universe. Yeah, he looked like a Ravager Wookiee, Wookiee or something. He's a bounty hunter, I think, or oh, a okay. bounty hunter Wookiee who actually in the expanded comics worked with Boba Fett. Really? Yeah, and so they, so they might know each other. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but he yeah he's just I don't remember all the stories, but I watched a breakdown where they actually said, "All right, who's this guy?" And they went into like a couple storylines, and he just seems very badass. Yeah. Okay. He's just like a badass bounty hunter. Did it say if he was in like the Battle of Kashyyyk and all that, or was? Uh, it? No, they, I mean, the video barely touched on it. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure if you look into it, he was. But mm-hmm. um, it, this is more talking about the storylines that he was in with Boba Fett in the comics that they could t- possibly do. Because obviously none of that stuff's canon. But Filoni loves Filoni and like Favreau and all these guys are doing the TV shows. Love dipping into the, uh, the stuff that's not canon more making it canon. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of them. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving everything in the pe- in the present tense. It's yeah. just the flashbacks. I'm like, all right, like it's kind of like take like it's like we got a chunk of a show, you know, and it's like forty minutes is the flashback, yeah, and twenty minutes is developing the new story. It's like I hope this trend ends soon because I want to get more into what's going on now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just my thought, and that's why I'm not huge on it. But I, I expect it to get better. I think it'll still be good when it's all said and done. That's my that's my official. I say I kind of hate how Boba Fett's like getting political with like the this guy's in charge of this territory. I'm getting this charge. I don't see Boba Fett do some badass shit. And yeah, I think that's why I like the flashbacks because he's doing badass shit. Th- that like, scene fight, was like, cool the, in the cantina or whatever. We beat all the sh- that the train scene mm-hmm. and from the first episode when he beat that fucking giant arm like forearm thing. Yeah, Goro. Yeah, like I think I, I, those are all the sweetest scenes I think so far. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I oh, and then the last thing I want to mention too is the raincore pit. Dude, that Fournier is killing him. Fournier is slaughtering the Celtics, dude. He's only he close to 40 hell. points. That's the lead. Yeah, I think he had put him at 40. Uh, but yeah, uh, the Rancor pit scene was funny. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. There's no Rancor, you idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> and he caves so quick, too. Yeah. Um, but anything else from the Boba Fett episode? Uh, no. Alright, um, moving on to TV. So they dropped that Harry Potter reunion special. Yeah. And so apparently, like, you know, like, the whole shit with J.K. Rowling, right? Yeah, she's, like, uh, anti-trans and, like, racist. And yeah, shit. yeah, all that, all that, you know, yeah. chuck full of it. Um, so apparently any mention of J.K. Rowling in that special, they had, like, a subtext pop up. That said, this was uh, recorded like before her comments. Yeah, like I heard every that, yeah. single time. Yeah, I, I heard like that she's not in it. They always did flashback shit. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. They just like they had to release it. They were just like, all right, we'll just throw something in there to clear our butts. I think I think at that point, like everyone knows, like the, the celebrities aren't whatever. But she made Harry Potter still. Mm-hmm. So they should just be like, whatever, fucking J.K. Rowling's a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, then the new Pam and Tommy trailer dropped uh, for the Hulu series. Um, it looks kind of sweet. It looks really sweet. Like, the the casting decisions for Sebastian Stan and uh, who's the other one? Uh, James. Lily James. Lily James, yeah. Yeah. Um, just excellent choices. Um, they look like exactly like their... Uh, the casting counterparts, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think I was okay. It's a cool story, whatever. I like the casting, mm-hmm. but like I really wasn't that into it. But the trailer made it look really good. Like I will watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I at first, I was like, I might watch this, but now after the trailer, I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the new Peacemaker show airs next week. Um, they're dropping some like sh- scenes for the show and all. I'm probably still gonna watch it. I just, I'm not watching the scenes really. I'm just going to dive into the show when it drops. Yeah, I agree. And then, uh, did you see Miley Cyrus had a nip slip during her New Year's Eve performance? I did not. Yeah, she played it off like a champ. Oh, she was, just, she was just like, yeah, my nipple's out. <laughs> like, like, like dress malfunction. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, she covered it up, like, quick, but it was just mm-hmm. like, and then she came out with, like, a new wardrobe, like, two minutes later. But it was wow. just, she played it off like a champ. Insert, insert the Mac meme. Like, but where did you see this? <laughs> um, and then the last thing I had is uh, Frank Vogel, yeah. a.k.a. Joe Gatto, um, announced his exit from Impractical Jokers. He's going to be focusing on his mental health uh, amidst his uh, divorce with his wife. And yeah. Just, like, you know, focusing on his family, building his relationship with his kids during the divorce. So, I mean, it's a good guy move, you know. He's got to do his thing. Yeah, no, I... That show's kind of cooked now, though. Yeah, I... We were talking about before, like, it's it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, because, like, Joe's, like, the guy that... He does everything without a second thought, and he's kind of like a cheat code for the show. He always sh- should win if he doesn't win. I, like, yeah, they, they literally had to make rules and parts of the show different because of him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Welcome to Molly Cyrus, but uh, that's all I have for TV. Anything that you want to toss in? Um, it's a little late on it, but uh, I watched the most recent SNL on yeah. December 18th, and it wasn't an episode. No, it wasn't. I, I, was very, I just turned it off halfway. So it was, what happened was, was Paul Rudd supposed to be the fifth time club, five-timers club. Okay. Um, but they decided to shut down for the break early because of all the COVID shit. Yeah. All the COVID shit. So they came, so uh, instead of a cold open... Is went to the stage, just the sax player. No, the rest of the band was not there. Tom Hanks comes out, like, ah, oh, this sucks, guys. Like, COVID. I already flew from LA, so I said, fuck it, I'll do it. 
and I'm all alone. Then Tina Fey came out because she's a five-timers after she left. Mm-hmm. And they're both wearing the five-timers jacket. And then Paul Rudd came out. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode was basically like a commercial. It's like, all right, we're back. They're hosting it. Like, mm-hmm. each, like, they're actually hosting it. Like, all right, they're, they're transitioning into the sketches. Okay. And half of them were sketches they recorded early. Uh, and because they know they're going to shut down, they did a couple, like, just didn't make, like, digital shorts. Yeah. And the other half were just, like, throwbacks from... Like, nothing live. Just, yeah. No, nothing was live. The only thing live was Tina Fey, Tom Hanks, and Paul Rudd were on stage. Okay. Gotcha. And that was it. There's no studio audience or anything. It's just, like, half the crew, none of the actors... Oh, Keen Thompson was there, too. Because they said Keen Thompson and Bobby Moynihan, yeah. They said Keen Thompson said you're the most tenured guy on the, uh, the cast. They kept you around, yeah. Uh, and it was just, and it was just the sketch. The first two sketches, like the new ones, mm-hmm. just weren't funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like they weren't that great. Like the first one was Aidy Bryant and Kate McKinnon and Paul Rudd, and they're doing a home goods commercial, and it's like. Uh, what do you want for Christmas? Like, no one ever asked us. Oh my God. Huh? We want grandchildren. And the whole thing was like, we want grandchildren. It was weird. Yeah, it seems weird. Yeah, I'm, I, I turned it off halfway. I was like, this sucks. All right, all right. Um, all right, let's take it over to music. So first up, before we get into the jams, uh, I don't know if you saw this video, but apparently Jason Derulo is leaving. I don't know what he's leaving from, but apparently there was like some guy heckling him in the crowd where he was leaving, and the guy called him Usher. And Jason Derulo stormed him and started throwing bows. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I saw that story. Was it when he was leaving, or did he get kicked out because of it? I don't know. I like, think I, I think he might have been in a club. And he got kicked out for being the shit out of someone for calling him usher. Either way, but like, <laughs> just called him usher. And Jason Derulo was like, "Oh hell no!" Like, yeah, what an insult to usher. <laughs> like Jason Derulo should have been like playing that up because usher is way cooler than Jason Derulo. Dude, you should be like, you're gonna get caught up in his hands, like dropping like Usher lyrics, like yeah, Usher songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are my confessions. <laughs> part one and part two. Yeah, part one, part two. Each fist is one another part of these confessions. These are my confessions. <laughs> All right, well, let's take it over to the jams. Um, I'm forty Really? Yes. Yeah. Um, I only have three here, so just pick the winner, I guess. Wait, trailed by twenty five points. I know. It's the first time they're winning. They're all about the foreplay. They're all about the foreplay. You gotta warm them up. Um, Alright, so first up I got Go Mode by Kid Ink and ISM. It's more, more of a club song, I guess. Yeah. Not bad. I used to love kidding. Now I don't love I, I agree, but this song, I was like, this isn't bad. I like, this is kind of more classical kidding. Yeah, but this is like a twerk. Yeah. At the club, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Then I got Wait by Flo Rida. Flo Rida's back. Last one I got, When I'm Gone, Katy Perry and Alessa. 
It's alright. Yeah, not bad. But alright, with that, who's your jam of the week? I'm guessing weight, Flo Rida. None? Uh, it's not that they all, I don't like any of them, it's just like, I think they are all the same in my head. Okay, they're all, they're all the jam of the like week. They, they, none, neither, none of them stuck out. Okay, they're, they're all your by default jam of the week. So you got Go Mode by Kid Ink and ISM, Weight by Flo Rida, and When I'm Gone, Alesso and Katy Perry. With that, take it away, Ryan. Go the week in the books. Go follow us on TikTok at Dairy Day Sports. We will be posting some more tonight, actually. Yeah. Um, what was next? No. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Follow us on our Instagram and Twitter as well at Dairy Day Sports. Koozie, $7 a piece. DM us if you want one. And two chains on of the week. Baby mama legs look like a parenthesis. Bowling. No, my heart is cold. Mine is tended cold. Let's go. <laughs> You got me on the first line, honestly. Well, that's why I got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of flying, but I know that it gets better. Show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. Beep, beep.